right, so this is Mass 19. Um, somebody give me a rundown of where we left off last, last time. The British constabulary were at hand to raid the um, the mansion that we all got chopped up in. I've forgotten the guy's name now. What was his name? Gavigan. Sorry, oh, yes, Gavigan. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Both of those are correct answers. They were both people who were... Yes, sorry, I was a bit late in my request. Um, yeah, so Inspector Barrington, God bless him, wielding most of the Met since um, that part of the world doesn't have much in terms of police force, and, and stormed the place, and it was great, and I only nearly died trying to persuade people that I was one of them. Um, but, but everyone seems to have been nicked who should have been nicked. Um, yeah, it was mostly successful and seemed to tie up London quite well. We seemed to get rid of that little little nest of cultists, thanks to the the, the police, the assistance of the, the police. Agreed. Um, and just so we all know, Magnus is playing, he's going to be here a little bit later, but uh, Magnus is playing Cindy at this point, and Cindy is going to, um, if, if uh, Dirk will have her, Cindy is going to follow Dirk, because she's got a hankering for Dirk. Yeah, she so. does. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Dirk, so what's Dirk doing? Um, Dirk, probably a little bit of a slight rake off what I said before. I'd imagine Dirk's going to stick around for a few, like maybe a week or so to sort of make sure that everything goes smoothly with the police, like the, the stuff that falls out from that. And then after that, he's going to take all the goodies and go back to the Carlisle Manor. But basically just, you know, so that there's not like a, you know, prison breakout with a, some sort of horror... Dirk's right. going to keep an eye on it and make sure everything's okay. All right, I need you guys to make uh, to determine now what we're taking to Cairo, what we're not taking to Cairo, what's going back to New York, and what's staying. I know sure. we've got a lot of right stuff now, we have. I think it's easiest to make a list of stuff we're taking with us to Cairo, and if it's anything's yeah, not on that list, it goes yeah, yeah. back to New York. Yeah. All right, so let's start with the main stuff, you know, the big artifacts that we've determined we've got at this point. Um, so, like, uh, the Mirror of Gaul, are we taking it or leaving it? Do we think there's, like, a radius on the mirror that it will work within? Oh, Trist, or Mag, uh, sorry, I'm going to go through every person's name before I hit Nigel. But <laughs> Nigel realizes that it's got, like, a 200-mile radius in this world, and it's virtually limitless in places like the Dreamlands or some other dimensional place. Yeah, so take that with you. Okay. Because it's not going to be much use sitting in New York. Really? No. No, that's fair enough. What about the... Uh, so we're taking the Mirror of Gaul. What about the Scepters? We have two what sets of them? Scepters. Yeah. I, um, Roddy would like to have one pair of those. I think right now he's the only one that can do any magic. Okay. So we have one set of Scepters there. Mm -hmm. We'd better send something back. particular problem. Yeah, I think the, the scrolls and the books can all go back to Carlisle. That's fine. Sorry, I'm talking over you. There were no, some. I was, yeah, I was just about to say we need to send something back to Erica Carlisle, otherwise our money's going to dry up. Did we get all the um, the stuff? We got all the Cthulhu stuff from the Gavigan raid, right? That was kind of the yeah, deal. Yeah. Now, you, from yeah, from there you've got um, you have. Um, you know, the ledger, obviously. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. you're going to keep that because that's a, a rather 
spectacular piece of work there. Um, clues abounding across the globe. Um, but you also have um, um, the giant um, bust of yeah, Black Pharaoh. Black Pharaoh. That's, I'm it's just looking at the list in the in the notes, and yeah, we've got a couple of statues. So, yeah, some statues. Statuary. Yeah. That could all go back to her. We don't care about that now, particularly. Right? Some of those statues, remember, were made of uh, were made of uh, precious material, gold. We had mm -hmm. one emerald, a, a jade statue. Um, little, they're small little things, but I mean, they're still um, pricey. So, do we want to get rid of those, or do we want to send those back? How small are they? Like a medallion type things, or just small little statues? The the emerald one and the jade one are small little statues. Mm -hmm. The gold one is a little bit larger, maybe about the height of a football or a uh, okay. rugby ball for those uh, not familiar with an American football size. So. Yeah. Um, uh, Taking are, one or two of those might be good. Like if you guys get into a tight spot and need cash, that yes. could be useful. Yep. Okay, so make sure melt we melt them down. I'm just going to say two. Well, we we had sold one already. Remember, we yeah, we, yeah. we yeah. brokered out the, the trip. to pay for the trip. You know, the 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 steamer to Shanghai, which which we don't need as much money to go to Shanghai to go to Cairo as we do for Shanghai. Mm -hmm. We need about ninety bucks a person to get to Cairo. First class, of course. Do we think we have seventeen of these? Because it doesn't sound right. Do we have what? 17. Because so, the, the, note, the notes say we have 9 that are solid gold and 8 that are precious metal slash gem. It seems like a lot. It was a, it was a big place. It's not beyond yeah. the, the realms of possibility that, you know, it's not like we've stumbled across it in a, a curiosity shop. This was like a cult headquarters, wasn't it? It was like a Okay. I mean, most of the stuff that you did, I don't know, that that does sound a bit much. I think there was only about four or five total. Um, I mean, of of there might have been 17 altogether, right? But yeah. only four or five of them were of any real yeah, monetary value. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. The rest were were just little weird statues, maybe carved of wood or ivory or something of that nature that weren't as expensive. On a monetary level, as the others. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yep. Um, and then from previous games, you know, we have some stuff left over from those. I think um, uh, we have the little strange bug in a jar, Nigel. Um, well, that? Nigel doesn't. Does Nigel have that now? Do I have that? Nigel, who are you playing? I forget. You're Theo. Yeah. Yeah. Theo, yeah. yeah. We found a strange larva in a in a in a sealed jar with an older sign on it. Are we taking that or leaving that? Oh, we've got to take that. That sounds fantastic. Yes. Did we do spell learning at all? Um, we, we had discussed it. We, we did discuss discuss it. it. Yeah. Because there is a couple of spells that were available. Um, right. Uh, one of them, if you want to learn it, you'll have to roll it, and I'll you'll have to keep that book, but. You, if you want to learn it, you can roll to see if you get it, and then, uh, then you can. Um, I'll tell you what it is. Um, mm -hmm. There was a bunch of weird shit, like, uh, you know, like various powdered dust or colored dusts and mm -hmm. powders and sands and 
all kinds of, you know, miscellaneous for spell ingredients and whatnot. Maybe you should take the the, the weird colored stand with us because he had it on his person, didn't he? Did um. Uh no. I thought when we raided the. When Oscar he had those. Was... Those were. Uh, no, those were on the. Uh, those were in the big room in the back where he was at. Or oh, sorry. Okay. Died. They were in a uh, on the shelves there. Okay, sorry. This is probably a stupid and logistical question the book hasn't dealt with. But is there like a cultist um, uniform shop, like where they get all the robes and regalia from that no, we could get? In the twenties, it was all handmade. So brilliant. Yeah. I, I, but they, they what I was thinking, there might be like a. They might have to like have like spare sets or something like that, or other sets that aren't damaged enough that we people were oh, wearing yeah. them when they were killed. That yeah, we could yeah. maybe get some there's, spares. There's definitely sets of, of cultist regalia here. Yeah. Uh, that, one that thing that all of you would have noticed is that almost everything here and everything that y'all dealt with in London seems to have a, a rather Egyptian flair to it. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, referencing the Black Pharaoh, and then there's inverted onks and. Um, obviously, Egyptian hieroglyphic scrolls and, and stuff of that nature, scarab beetles and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's where a lot of the uh, the things seem to have come from. I mean, that's and then the you know the the big steel outside the the, the obelisk looking thing. Mm -hmm. Before we return the stroll uh, the scrolls, is there any place we could take them to possibly have them interpreted for us? You know, the British Museum. Not sort of in the amount of time that you have. If you want okay. to get them, then your best bet is to take them with you to Cairo. We could do that. <laughs> the other thing is, if you want, if you want to have them translated in the meantime, Dirk could wait with them. And if you're going to be in Cairo for Here's a while, the thing. Dirk is under uh, threat to get the fuck out of England as well. Remember? That's true. He is. Yeah. So I mean, he's not going to be able to stick around for ages. We could. He's going to have to leave. Yeah. Fair point. We can pay the lawyer that we know in England to handle all that for us because it's just translations. I mean, but Not if something that. happens with the NPC with the very valuable stuff, then we're kind of screwed. I would, uh, I, I would say if you want to know what it is, you need to take it with you just to make it easier. Okay. It's not a problem. So you want to take okay. one book with you? Is that... The logic of that? Which book or scroll, or do you want to try and take all of them? Because I don't think taking all of them is, is necessarily a good idea. Um, we, we have the four books that have magic spells in them. Mm -hmm. we, are any of those in a language that any of us understand? Like, pretty um, much I'm English. I have nothing. If you don't, I mean... The, um, in other words, none of them are in English... What are the what are the languages? I don't remember. Uh, I don't what remember. Oh, were they? Um, it's the. Where did we find them? Give so me. One of them is in Egyptian. We ha I'm not sure if it's this book or another one, but we have a scroll that is in Egyptian that has the body warping of uh, Gorgoroth. Yeah. Right, we had that translated. Has it again? Wait, we had it. We had that translated into English with. Um, Correct. We did. Okay, so we already know that one. Yeah. So we know the body warping of Gorgoroth. Uh, the other. The other one, there, I'm going to say there is one other one that's in English, 
Um, but because it was translated, um, it's it's going to only give you a spell time one to learn it instead of a, a better modifier. That's the one you don't know what it is yet. Mm -hmm. So you said, do we have a translation of that book, or we don't have it translated? The one you don't know what it is? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a translation, but like I said, it's going to be just yeah, uh, right. yeah. at the base. It's not going to be, uh, It's in other yeah, words, it's not a very good translation. <laughs> okay. So that's how we found it. Like we found a yeah. bad yeah. English translation of something. Right, of something, okay. right. Yeah. I might try and learn it on the boat then. Okay. Um, I want to get this moving, so is there anything we want to do right now uh, or um, housekeeping-wise before we hit the fucking road? I'll just run through this list that we sort of roughed out there and people can say yay or nay if they think it's wrong. So we've got the um, the Mirror of Gaul. We've got both sets of scepters. This is the stuff that's going to Egypt. Mm -hmm. So the Mirror, the two sets of scepters, uh, two of the small statues for barter, the, the expensive ones, um, the strange device that Dirk found and nearly killed Dirk, uh, the lava in the jar, the mm -hmm. dust, sand, powders, whatever you want to call that. There's um, two miscellaneous... jars, by the way. I, for I forgot. Okay, that. cool. There's two of those. No worries. Uh, miscellaneous spell ingredients, which I think one of the other things Murph said. There's uh, a load of that, so I mean, yeah. you can't you can't take all of it, but you can kind of take the majority of it, of I guess. Yeah. yeah. A sample pack. Yeah, a sample pack. Um, some cultist regalia, just so if we need to dress up like cultists, we can. Um, uh, translated body warping of Golgoroth scroll. So that's the English translation. The actual scrolls going back with Dirk, mm -hmm. and the bad English translation of a mystery book. Cool. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> All right. So um, I really don't care how you get there. You can either take the train to Constantinople and then get on a boat to Port Said, or you can take a boat from Southampton uh, and get on um, the, you know, and then land in Port Said. Yeah, Either way, you end up in do, Port yeah, Said. Let's do the boat. Let's go to the boat. Let's do the yeah. Yeah. And right, now so that uh, and now that Theo has a license that she <laughs> can travel in the open. Yeah. Now Theo, Theo's. Um, yeah, Theo's going to be interesting just because, um, you know, your knees are backwards. Um, so I, I would imagine it's Thea still, right? Or is it Theo now? No, it's Thea. Thea. Yeah, so oh, Thea's going to have to be oh, yeah, in, a, yeah. in, a, in a hoop skirt or something. Oh, yeah. To, uh, to, 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 oh, God, the mental image. To try and cut down on the... The right. holy fuck, that thing's not natural effect. <laughs> and that definitely has to bathe at least two or three times a day. Uh, well, hopefully the only time anyone ever sees her is whenever she gets on the train or gets on the boat yeah. and gets off. Oh, and that's yeah. it. I'll just keep my head down, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's do that, everybody. We've done uh, skill checks. If we, if we need to, yeah. let's do skill checks. Um, done that, thanks. At point regains, we're doing, uh, there's a ship doctor, so I'll give you 2D3 for the three-day journey, which is a, a very, very generous of me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, and then um, sanity regains at a normal for three days, if you have it, uh, if you need it. I know not uh, Bob needs it. 
and then if you need any more sanity gains, you're going to have to find some professional help in uh, Cairo. <laughs> I'm sorry, Murph. a series of three-day boat cruises. Every <laughs> I'm sorry, Murph. What did you say for the sanity gain? Beg your pardon. Just roll your regular sand gain for days of rest. Okay. Um, leading up for the three-day journey. I mean, uh-huh. for the three-day journey, not leading up to it. I'm going to be a real pain, Murph. Um, some other stuff we had that didn't make the list because I wasn't on the ball. We have a headband, a mask, and a cult dagger. I think we actually have two right. of the ibis-headed cult daggers. They're practical and they're going with yeah, to we, Egypt. We have, yeah, we have um, those. I don't care about the mask, the dagger. You probably want to keep a hold of. Okay. Yep. Um, the mask of high somebody. Permally. Uh, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Honestly, yeah. sorry. Um, the mask is is up to you if you want to take it or not. I mean, the last time yeah. I used the mask, they they were like, yeah, I think I saw it as a thought. No big deal. So yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, I, rolled, yeah. I rolled a one D. One rolled yeah. hundred on sand loss and got a one. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's that's all practical stuff. That's better than sitting in a library somewhere in New York and never yeah. getting touched. Mask of Hayama, H-A-Y-A-M-A. Um, we had the headband of gray metal. Uh, I want to say that that um, Roddy was using that at some point. I think it was. What was the headband? That it, was the one I think. We, well, you rolled, and it, it deter- you determined that when you wear it, it gives you some sort of protection um, against night gaunts. It was some sort of uh, yeah. type headband protection. So that's yep. why I think that you had grabbed it, because you have the Mark of Nodens on you for mm-hmm. this campaign. Yep. Um, let's see. We still have Africa's Dark Secrets from New York, um, which gives us the spell... Create zombie. I don't remember if anybody actually tried learning that or not. No, I don't think they did, did no. they? I um, think going back with Dirk on the boat to New York is people the monolith, life yeah. as a god, um, the fragment of the Narcotic manuscripts, and yeah. um, the selections to leave at Ivon. Because um, those are, those, I think those those take weeks to read by themselves. Okay. So right. yeah. Right. Okay. So um, you guys get on the boat. You have a very calming and, and useful journey. Uh, you, you know, after the uh, first day and a half or so, you round uh, through Gibraltar, and then after another day or so, you put into port at Port Said, which is the entrance to the Strait uh, leading into the Red Sea, so that you bypass the Horn of Africa, obviously. Um, whenever you arrived there, I was really hoping that Magnus would have been here by now. Um, I really need Magnus at this point to bring him in, but we'll just have to do without for a moment. Um, which means Tristan's going to be with... What we'll do is, Tristan, you're going to be at the port waiting, and Magnus is just going to be somewhere else for the time being. That's cool. Um, let's see if I can rouse him real quick. I'm pretty sure... Claude met Thea previously. Yes. No, he yeah. met Woodward, I think. Yeah. You met Thea or Woodward? Woodward? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, sorry, Woodward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Woodward. Sorry. 
But did he not meet Ronnie in the hospital, or...? Yeah, I reckon he might have. I yep. think he did, because they were all in there at one point. No, you're right. He was in the hospital at the same time Roddy was, so he has yeah. met Roddy. Yeah. Okay, either way, um, I don't know that Roddy was um, a psychotic ghoul at the time. Or, no, Roddy was good. Theo, yeah. Theo. Has he ever met Theo? don't think he did. Oh, did he? I don't think he did. Yeah, he died long before Claude came around. Okay, so Thea. We should really Thea. say Thea because yeah. she is a chick. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a brief reversion in the Dreamlands. So. Yeah. That's probably really? what's missing us. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so you guys, you arrive at um, Port Said. Um, there's a lot of ship traffic here. Uh, they put in at the port and... Make me a... There, first off, when you get off, it's swarming with people. Most of the people here are European uh, descent, but everyone else is Arabic, Egyptian, and the primary language, even here in the port, it seems to be about 60-40 English. So it's primarily English right here, right? But there's a lot of Arabic speakers swarming around, and it, it's jammed, freaking packed with people. Uh, make me a spot hidden, you two guys. Oh, Ninety nine. Okay, you don't see anything. Ooh, a nine. I nailed it. All right. Um, through this mass of people, uh, Bob, you're able to make out um, someone you haven't seen in a very long time, and it seems like he's waiting um, off to one side, a little bit away from where you came in off the ferry from the boat. Um, but it looks to be uh, someone you met in the hospital in New York City, um, the two-fingered wonder, Claude. A wave, wave to Claude. Claude, Claude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stiff wave, and the, yeah. the hand doesn't. It's a, it's a padded glove, so you yeah. you can't oh, really okay. tell. But it's um, it's like a it's pretty obvious if you're looking for it. Yeah. Well, not mitten, but it's an <laughs> oven mitt. Is <laughs> it all sequined? Um, Claude, Claude, and I, I want you to meet someone that I have with me. Don't be concerned. I'd like you to meet Thea. <laughs> what the hell is that? I'll hold out a claw. <laughs> I assume you wear gloves. You, you wear shoulder-length gloves, a veil. You look like a Victorian woman in mourning. We've got that picture. Yeah, we got that picture. Yeah, we do have that picture, and that's exactly what you look like. It's the only way we can think of trying to disguise you at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I would imagine there's still probably a bit of a smell, and oh, just a general just... pervading, pervading sense of thing. Something is sense wrong. Of dread about it. <laughs> um, here's the deal with uh, coming into Port Said. Um, Egyptian authorities require everyone to get a visa at the port itself. Right? Uh -huh. So all of you are going to have to go through, uh, well, except for Tristan, who's already done this, you two guys are going to have to go through the uh, the line at the government house there to get your visas. Uh, and then um, we're going to go through that really quick. You get your visa for Egypt by displaying your passports. That's no big deal. But they tell you both that once you get to Cairo, you will have to submit your visas again at the government house. And they give you directions to where that is. Okay. No worries. How far? How far? I'll, 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 I'll husk, huskily uh, ask 
Claude, how, how far is it to Cairo from here? It is a, a it's about 100 miles, which is a couple hours by train. Oh, okay. Yeah. See about then. Okay. Yeah, no big deal. And if that's what you want to do, if, you know, if we're going to Cairo, and that's what you're doing, by the way, it's not a question. Um, <laughs> then you, uh, this way, you go, this way. Yes, I want to go to Constantinople. Uh, so we can if you want to, that's fine. I have this other book right over here, and we'll just go straight to the end of it instead. No buildup. Um, you guys, uh, you get on the train, uh, you're taken to... Um, um, Cairo, you arrive in Cairo at um, um, at the uh, central station is what it's called. It's about a mile from a place called Uzbekia Gardens. Okay, Now, this is E-Z-B-E-K-I-A. Uzbekia Gardens is like a central park-like park or in the middle of Cairo. It's, it's roughly about 20 acres large. Uh, and it's kind of like the, the the central hub of 20s Cairo, okay? Okay. So you get out of the train uh, at Central Station. There's crap loads of taxis available, uh, any of which can take you to Uzbekia Gardens because that is also where the government house is, uh, or it's near there, rather, where you're going to have to get... Um, uh, your 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 stamps for Cairo. Yep. Which we shall do. I yeah. Let's go. Yeah, the government again. house is, is called the Magama. Uh, it's actually in Midin Tahir, which is uh, a Liberation Square, which is not too far. It's about a mile away from Uzbekia Garden. So you take the uh, the train there. Both of you, all three of you guys, make me a spot hidden. Eighty-seven. My veil is in the way. And which one's me? I made it. It's daytime, so you know. 60. Right. Made it with a 60. Um, Claude is missing it. Yeah, okay. Claude doesn't hit it either. Um, Bob, you, you do notice that there are... you. While you can't be certain because there is a, a just a, a mad mash of people around, you might have just picked out... Uh, a face that you had recognized earlier, not not someone you know from previously, but maybe a face from the from the uh, from the port that you see again uh, as you're exiting the taxi. But that could just be happenstance because you know, I mean, there's you're not the only taxi coming from um, you know from the port into uh, into Liberation Square. Um. So, I mean, much it might be nothing. You you can't say if it if it is anything or not anything. It's it's impossible to say. But, right, but I'm just going to store that away and uh, and you know sort of pay a little bit of attention to whether or not I see that guy again. That I'm looking for him, in other words, when we move. Right. So now I guess we're going to head to uh, walk over to the. Uh, yeah, now you go inside oh, the government house government there house. in El Magaba, uh, or whatever, that, uh, the Magama, uh, and you get your stamp for Cairo, and they take your passport um, so that you're, you know, you have to go back through channels to get out of the country if you want okay. to leave. Okay. Um, they make mention that since you're Europeans, they want to remind you that uh, stealing Egyptian antiquities is illegal. If you try to leave with Egyptian antiquities, 
without having proper permission or permits, um, you will be prosecuted. They will not, they are unflinching about this. They feel like they are losing their uh, historical identity at this point because the amount of people coming in and just taking whatever the hell they want. So they're, uh, they're, they're starting to crack down on this uh, for reals, right? So they warn you of that. Uh, they also give you information about um, currency. They tell you, you know, we have Egyptian pounds uh, instead of British pounds. But, you know, for our terms, an Egyptian pound and a British pound are going to be interchangeable. Okay. okay. They also have uh, the local currency is called a piastres. Uh, it's P-I-A-S-T-R-E-S. There's about a hundred piastres per pound, okay. But if you deal with locals, they're likely to give you uh, currency amounts in piastres instead of pounds. It just yeah, depends. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, um, you notice this as you get to the Magama. There is virtually no English speakers here. Okay, the only people that speak English are in the government house. Once you got out of the out on the street, um, it's a mad press of people, in just like it typically is in any Arabic-speaking metropolis, right? There's not many car, not much car traffic. Uh, the the city is not built for cars, obviously. Um, there's a lot of people walking, running. There's carts and stuff like that. And you do not hear anyone speak English in your in the short time that it takes you to get from the street to the Magama. I mean, it, it is completely and wholly foreign to you. On top of that, everybody's wearing a djeba, you know, the the little typical Egyptian robe-looking thing, you know, Arabic robe-looking deal. Um, you are, uh, I mean, you you at this point you realize you are wholly not in Europe. You know what I mean? This is obviously not home by any stretch of the imagination. Okay? Um, as you leave there, uh, they tell you that you probably want to go to Izbeke Gardens. There's a number of hotels there, uh, a number of shops there. That seems to be where the majority of the Europeans cluster. Uh, if uh, and, and the high end of Egyptian society kind of gravitate towards that area around Azbekia Gardens there in central London, uh, central uh, Cairo. And so that's where they um, they kind of direct you. So as you leave from Magama, you end up at Azbekia Gardens. Right? Yep. Right. Okay. Um, there is a... The best hotel in town is called... Um, What's it called? Shepherds. That's the name of the hotel. Uh, it's a you know it's a five star, fully appointed. Uh, it's a Euro hotel. I mean it's run by Karenians, but it's uh, it's European in nature. You know what I mean? Um, so they speak English inside. A lot of the shops here are along Uzbekia are mostly Euro styled. You know, it, it, you can tell that this is kind of, if not the expat region, this is where the locals are trying to be more European than anything else. Mm -hmm. So, there you okay. are. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper to Rory that I, I need to I need to find somewhere to buy some of those robes because I'm dying of heat strike in this goddamn yeah. dress. I was thinking oh, the same as far as getting robes. That's the other thing I forgot to mention. Uh, as soon as you got off the boat, you realized that uh, this place is fucking hot. Uh, what time of year is it, Tristan? Where are we in? What's the date? Um, I believe it's March. March. Yeah. So it's um, you're pushing you're pushing a hundred degrees right now. Okay, it's getting hot. Um, and if you make mention of this to any of the locals, the taxi driver, the people, the government <laughs> or something like that, they kind of laugh and tell you, huh, it's only going to get worse. Hmm. You know, it's not, um, we don't typically, I mean, and she tells you, we don't typically go out this time of, you know, in the heat of the day. And you look outside and it's the heat of the day and there's a, you know, 20,000 people outside in the street. So, I mean, if this is not going out in the heat of the day, then holy shit. And even... Even worse, if I'm if I'm correct, there's no sewer network. Yeah, um, that's not entirely true. Oh, there is a sewer okay. network. There is a sewer network in the newer parts of town. In in other words, here around Uzbeka Gardens. Okay, cool. There is a section of of the city called the Old City, and in there, there is no sewer network, obviously. Right. But in part, in the majority of modern Cairo. Which is the northern end, leading off to uh, you know, and the the piece uh, right on the Nile. Mm -hmm. um, there is you know sewer access. Cool. Just uh, uh yeah, I'll, I'll keep my eyes peeled as walking around then, just to see if there is any. All right, Magnus has joined us finally. Yay. Yes. Um, so they have just arrived. Just to recap real quick for you, they have just arrived in Cairo. Okay, at Port Said. Yep. Tristan met them at the port. And you are in your room at, at Shepherd's Hotel. They're yep. off with Becchia Gardens in uh, Cairo, Central Cairo. That's okay. where Tristan is leading them at this point. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, up till now, I don't think that they have any ideas as to why uh, Claude is is met them at the port. We haven't gone into any of that. I was just giving them some background info for Cairo, um, and then you know, stuff like that. Yep. You've got some strange feedback coming through in your mic. You? No, I don't think yeah. it's me. Because I get the feedback as well, so I don't think it's me. Is it Bob? Yeah. Yeah, it's Bob. Yeah, don't go that high with it. It goes staticky when you go that high. See, we can't hear you right can't there either. So that's good. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah we got you. Hmm. Um, so, um, anyway, that's where we are. We're standing outside of Shepherds on the street. Uh, you're in a mad press of Arabic. Uh, no one speaks English out here that you can see. Uh, however, Shepherds is a fairly nice part of town. The, the people outside here are dressed like Europeans mainly, right, when you got to Uzbekia Gardens. Uh, there's a doorman out front who's obviously Egyptian but is dressed like a bellman in London or anywhere else in Europe. Um, across the the square from it, you would have noticed as you came from central or from the government house. Across the the square from the from the hotel, it seems to have been a, just a, a a string of European styled shops that line the other side of um, the park. There, essentially, the other side of Abbeckia Gardens. Um, so, I mean, you get the real feel of them trying to 
create the European atmosphere here in this part of the city. However, you still don't hear much English. So that's where you're at. You're outside of the Shepherds, the hotel in which Magnus and Tristan have a room or rooms. We need someone to stay. Yeah, we've thought of it out. Oh, cool. Good. Excellent. Well, in that Is case, there, I, um, yeah, I need to I need to to purchase some some different clothes. And I'd like to get some as well. I'd like to get some of the uh, what the natives are wearing, um, not necessarily the high class stuff, but something that will blend in a little bit better with the uh, with the natives. Snap! Absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, help yourself. I imagine there would be touristy bits around here. Yeah, there is. Uh, but let's do the intro with Magnus first. Let's do oh, that before we do any of the. the yeah, there's the a uh, some fancy pants talky person who wants to speak to you. So, um, Magnus, yeah, what's your name, he, real he quick? Because Tristan would have. <laughs> I don't Tristan, have that. Tristan, you got here because he uh, he paid your yeah. way. We we determined that the other day, didn't we, Magnus? Want to talk to you? Yeah, I'm just looking it up because I didn't I didn't have it when I wrote down my character. So I'm just looking it up in the notes. Mm -hmm. um, it was session five. Five, but so I can't seem five. to load the notes for some reason. Let's see if we can load it another way. There, no, it's loading. Um, cool. Session five. Yes, my name is um, what the fuck? <laughs> it's not what the fuck, but it's no, uh, I, but it was fuck. <laughs> little apostrophe in there. F U Q U E. Yeah, exactly. yeah. He's French. Uh, my name is Bradley Gray. There you go. Oh, yeah. So Tristan, you and Bradley here yeah. traveled from New York together. He paid your way to come to to Cairo. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Roddy um, and Theo know this as um, well. Actually, at this point, I think maybe only Roddy realizes mm -hmm. that this was Erica Carlisle's. Uh, lawyer. Yes, sent Back over to help us out. Right, supposedly. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, I'm going to introduce him as Councillor Gray. Yeah, Councillor Gray wants to speak to you. He's yeah, he, he's here with the Carlisle family. Bradley Gray, pleased to meet you. Ah, uh, pleased to meet you as well. I shall just hold out a very sharp-looking glove. Mr. Mason, I believe we've met before, have we not? I believe we have, back in New York. Yes. Excellent. Um, Magnus, make me a uh, make me a spot hidden. I need to open the roller as well. There's all kinds of behind, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I just got it. <laughs> Actually, let's. I like. I really like the hair you have going right now too. That's that's quite spectacular. You sort that out, Woody. Thanks. Thanks. It's like your your headband on your. Can Fifty-eight. So that's a fail for for. Uh, okay. So I mean, this just looks like a really ugly woman who's in mourning um, for the last hundred years, basically. You can't see her um, face. You can't see her skin. She's covered completely. You know the. I'm sorry for lost, ma'am. Yeah. I'm not saying what, well, I'm just sort of nodding. Um, 
Well, as I suppose, especially you, Mr. Mason, might be able to tell, I've been sent here by Erica Carlyle. With the passing of Mr. Woodward, the uh, extremely tragic passing of Mr. Woodward, uh, there needs to be some oversight to this operation. Well, we're, of course, very sorry to have lost Woodward. He was an excellent man. <clears throat> and we, we'll, we'll go with the, the assumption that you two uh, are as, as, prof as proficient as he was. Well, I'm not a butler, if that's what you're asking. But uh, No, no. Well, he was more than a butler. Uh, I am trained in, in, in law, if that's... Uh, I, am, I am a lawyer, as you might know, uh, if that's what you're you wondering Arabic? about. I do not speak Arabic, no. I do speak French and Latin, but not Arabic. Well, I, I speak French as well, but we really need to tell him. <laughs> you can speak Arabic. I'm oh, whispering to, to Roddy's ear. I wish you, I'd say, we, we could, could we not hire a translator? Yeah. Um, yes. And at that, uh, the other two guys who have been here longer, the <laughs> desk offers um, to hire you guides if you need to get around Cairo because you don't speak Arabic. Yeah. So they can hire you guides. Unfortunately, the guides that they've been able to give you so far can only work for about two or three hours at a time. I do not think that should be necessary. Um, <laughs> so let's... Um, Here's the thing. We need someone trustworthy as a guide as well. Like I don't want to have the bellhop down there overhearing some of the stuff that is going to be overheard. Yeah. That's definitely definitely an issue. Uh, We've got one let's name. let's get out of this um, this um, the Do lobby. You remember the, and, uh, uh, the letter, Magnus? Yeah. I know, I know. Okay. Let's get out of the lobby and um, um, well, we can join in in my room to to have a chat. I'm oh, nodding. Right. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> all right, let's go upstairs. You get into his rooms, and then what? Um. We also have received a an item which we believe might be of help of locating Mr. Carlyle. I'm going to put it in the Dropbox. Give me yeah. just a second. Oh, cool. While you do that, just a question. How in the loop are we? Are we getting updates from the Carlyle family that they sent to the Carlyles, if that makes sense? No, all, you, have, you are not in the loop at all, Tristan. Um, right. Magnus, no, yeah, I get that. To me, Magnus, though. Okay. Yeah, Magnus would be. Um, that's up to him how much he wants to let in on that, I guess. But basically, you haven't seen Tristan any new communiques come across at all. You haven't heard mm -hmm. anything else new come in, and you've been with this guy a fair amount of time. So, sure. Um, let me dump this in here. Hang on, just a second. I'm sorry. I meant to have this ready and forgot about it. Well, what's your uh, character's name again, Magnus? Bradley Green. Bradley Gray. 
Yeah. With an E or with an A? It would be with an A because he's, uh, he's American. Could be either one in the 20s. Um, yeah. So if you uh, if you look in the Dropbox, hopefully showing up fairly soon, is a item called Selection 19. Let me put it in the right folder. It's in the um, it's going to be in the MON folder. Yep. And it might there's already a Selection 19 in there, so I'm overwriting the one that was there. So just bear with it. This should be a letter. And while that's loading, I'll go ahead and read the letter, I suppose. It's uh, dated in, uh, it says, Cairo, Egypt, 3rd January, 1919. Dear Mr. Carlisle, I am informed that you seek certain knowledge of our land and perhaps aid and can perhaps aid you in this. In my possession are singular curios, which I most happily believe of interest. These I willingly send for your consideration if a price can be agreed upon. Naturally, they are ancient and must command a goodly sum. I will arrange matters to your satisfaction when your agent calls at my shop in the street of Jackals in the old quarter. Until I may, in, until then, I remain your most humble servant, Faraz Najir. Okay, that's what the letter says. Um, do you want to give them the background on where this letter was recovered from, Magnus? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember it myself, but yes, I, I would give the background. Oh, okay. on the right, that doesn't yeah. help at all. Um, uh, this was a letter that was actually that he got his hands on that was actually on Jackson Elias's person that um, back from the very beginning you guys did not search him so you didn't know this but this letter was actually on him at that time um, so he was able to get this somehow um, through whatever means from through the Carlisles or whatever as well a, the Carlisles have extensive friends yeah. in the in, in the police department so this letter is uh, part of that evidence that was on Elias's body whenever he was killed. Hmm. Looks distinctly like a lead. <laughs> how much do you know about Egyptian law, Magnus? Like, how much is um, how far is white privilege going to get us in 1920s Egypt? Well, I would assume that Egyptian law would be somewhat based on British law, yes. in which case I know some, not all. Yep. So if we were, for example, to, um, to go to this store and take these artifacts... I'll whisper, I'll whisper to Roddy, is there somewhere that you need me to, to break in? <laughs> not, not at this time. I whisper back. <laughs> just, just stay away from the shopkeepers for a while. Should we? You guys have, however, you, you, the two of you who have been here already, would realize that mm -hmm. um, once you leave this portion of Cairo, um, the city gets. Uh, extremely confusing. Um, it's very, very narrow, winding streets with, with overhanging houses and, and presses of people and little back alleys that are actually roads. And I mean, it's very, extremely confusing place. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, 
there is that. I mean, that's all I can tell you at that point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess where I'm coming from is we need a local friend here. And I don't trust this Faraz Najir because he's not British or, or European or American. <laughs> um, all, all I know is there are people who shot at me and they looked like foreigners, so they're not okay. Let's, um, yes. let's find, I don't know, somebody somewhere who can speak Arabic but isn't Egyptian. Well, again, I'm whispering to Roddy. Um, mm -hmm. If this chap, who, and, uh, who were this, uh, sorry, I forgot, it was Fazia, was it? Yes. Faraz He's obviously fluent in English. So as a first port of call, we've got an address, we've got a shop, we've got a contact name, and he's obviously fluent. I assume he's fluent in English if he sent this note. Send a note. So maybe we should try that first and see what falls out. He, he might he might be a friendly. He probably isn't. He might be able to recommend some contacts for us. Probably won't. But Regardless, we won't need a translator to see him. Exactly. No, but exactly we, sh we should go visit him just to see the artifacts that he has. That what he's trying to sell to um, um, you know to us was or yeah. you know to Elias was these objects, which he is pretty confident have some real significance to us. So we should go visit him, try to get at least a look at the artifacts, and then work from there. Yes. Yes. Are you uh, how many how how big is the rooms that you would say you have here? I mean, did you get rooms for all of them, would you think, Magnus? Or or do they need to get their own rooms? They need to get their own rooms. Okay. Um, on top of that, what are we doing with the stuff we brought over? I'm assuming that that all came with us via taxi um, or multiple Yeah, taxis. or I would imagine for this sort of thing, there's some sort of service where you can say, here are the crates that came off my ship. Please have them sent to my hotel. That's fine. So we'll yeah. say the crates won't show up until this evening then. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, it's already... Actually, you know what? In terms of time of day, it was towards the end of the day by the time you got to Cairo because you had the train ride from the port. Mm -hmm. So you're looking towards the evening time right now. It's dark outside. Okay. okay. Um, so we'll say the stuff will be there in the morning. Okay. And um, I can go down and get uh, two rooms... Or actually, we can get one room because Nigel probably needs to. I mean, uh, Thea Max. probably needs to have somebody with him that can speak. So Max get is a... with us as well. His I character uh, is, mm -hmm. is also with us. So yeah, uh, I know we haven't touched on him, but he's NPC'd right now. So he's okay. he's he's uh, following around as well. All right. Well, then I get I get two rooms. I get a room for uh, Max's character, and I get a, another room with uh, two beds for myself and uh, Thea. Bed. <laughs> Well, you can sleep under it. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Better than sleeping under my bed. Feral <laughs> turn down service. Um, <laughs> at this point, I really want you guys to start tracking your money a little bit better. At this point, we've been sure. kind of been blowing money like wild, <laughs> crazy amounts. So um, the hotels are going to, this. the Shepherds is roughly going to be about six pounds per night. Um, for a, a, for a room <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that okay. made him ill. 
No I'm going to get the Musk's cost spreadsheet back up and running. Please. Yeah. I, I, for right now, we're sort of depending upon uh, Mr. Gray to uh, be vouching for our purchases here. And then tomorrow, we can go look for a cheaper hotel. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that myself. Yeah. But, um, but right now, it's <laughs> night. Yes. Yes, for, for, for so tonight, we, let's, uh, let's stay here, yes. Yeah. I think he's recapped the cost for me, but Murph, we just need to, I think we need to just calibrate that one in. Um, mid twenties, one night luxury hotel room is eight and six, which is just under half a pound per oh, room. It's eight. Oh, okay. I apologize. Then. So let's say let's round it then, just to make life make easier. Make it ten shillings, then that'll be that. Two rooms would be a pound a night for two rooms. So it's half a pound per room per night. Okay. So then we have three rooms at least. Three rooms now, yeah. So that would be uh, one, one pound ten shillings. Four rooms, yeah. don't we have four? One for Max, I'm, too. I imagine that I'm... Like we, Magnus and I might have more of a suite, but it's I've got like a cot, I would imagine, rather than a whole room to myself. That would seem extravagant. Okay. Oh, it's just a regular room. It's not a... Uh... Not not a suite or anything. It's just a regular standard room. So if you say yeah, if you say two pounds a night for the party, that should easily cover you. Mm-hmm. Probably cover your breakfast as well, to be honest. It's a lot of money. Yeah, two yes, and six. Sir. Yeah, bed and breakfast. Yeah, just over six, twelve. That's ten. That's ten shillings, twelve pence. So that's fifteen twenty p. How much um, in terms of plot money, Murph? Starting now, if we draw a line and say we have this much cash on hand, what do you think that number is? Hang on, just a second. Sure. We didn't we sell a gold statue to for enough money to cover the mm-hmm. uh, trip to Singapore, and this is substantially cheaper, so we should have. Decent amount of gold kicking around Which, right at the moment. Surely the the Carlisle, the Carlisle lawyer should have funds with him, or the, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. Sort of I mean, there's also a lot of costs we've been hand waving. So I think if if Murph can pull a number that he's happy with, okay, this is our uh, effective cash. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Hang on, I'm I'm doing some mental math here. Yeah, no worries. I'm just trying to, uh, let's see, so New York to 8, so. I can back convert it from current money if you want to think that way as well. That would be easy for you. I think you can also sleep in the sewers if it gets too tight. <laughs> no problemo. <laughs> Plenty of fine food down there, oh, dead rats. Yeah. None of this weird stuff do you like. Okay, so uh, what was your question, Tristan? Sorry. 
Um, how much? So my question was, how much money do we have? But I just sort of interjected with, I can convert it from modern day amounts. If you if you wanted to say like five grand today, I could figure out what that would have been in the twenties. What is? Uh, well, let's go this route first. What is a U.S. dollar in in uh, British pounds right now? Then or now? Not then, not now. Well, then, about three U.S. dollars. dollars per pound is one. Yeah. Three four to, to one. one. Yeah. Four, four to one. Three to one. Oh, oh. Yeah. Hang on, the exchange rate uh, was five dollars to the pound by the end of World War One, and through the decade it fell to four dollars to the pound by 1930. So, so we'll go with four, four to one. Yep. Yep. Okay. Happy days. <laughs> and one US dollar, 1926, is worth 64 US dollars, 2013. Wow. So. So based on the, I'll just put a link in the chat. This is the spreadsheet I set up a while ago. So if annual income for the butler was okay. so, um, thousand pounds a year. Oh man, hang on. I'm talking to Magnus right there, right yeah. now. Give me just a minute. Oh, sorry. No worries. No worries. I don't assume that Magnus tells you how much money they actually have on hand. Okay. Oh right. Okay. Um, he's not going to divulge that information. I don't believe. Okay, sure. but, but we can we can assume then that he's the holder of the purse and, and. Yeah, and just like Woodward, and you can assume that it would. I mean, because he hasn't said otherwise, you can assume that the money flows as freely as it did previously. Oh okay. I mean, you have no reason to think otherwise. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, yeah. On, um, let's just move it forward. Then we'll say that it's uh, mm -hmm. you spent the night. Uh, you've woke up the next day. Your trunks are outside. Uh, you know the next morning they uh, they bring your trunks up to the rooms, uh, and so you have access to the the craft that you have brought from. Them. Sorry, Murph. Just backtracking slightly. Do I need to make a roll for that mysterious spell in the badly yeah. translated yeah. that I said I was yeah, going to learn on the um. Yeah, make your spell learn roll. What's that then? How to do that? Power roll. Is it power? One time. It's a light. It's int. 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 One times int. Yeah. Because it was a crap translation. Okay. Right. Forty-seven is a fail. That was three times int. You definitely don't know it. So regarding the items that you that you brought here, we need to inventory them. We did we did that before you came on. You have a manifest for it. They do. Excellent. May, may I take a look? You can. Yes. Um, have you got it in the notes, Tristan? I do. Yeah. So look in there. Yeah. And you'll, it's you'll it's go the stuff that is going to Egypt in the notes. Yeah. And broadly, we're sort of defining this is the stuff that, unless we, unless it's in that list, it's going back to New York with Dirk. 
Also, Dirk, Dirk is traveling. Dirk, Dirk is traveling to New York to meet up with the Carlisles, and Cindy is with him. Yes. Okay. And this, so the manifest is what we brought to Egypt. To Egypt, mm -hmm. yes. Everything yes. else went to them. So the the remainder mainly is books, mainly books really. and scrolls and things of that nature. All right. Statuary and things like that. Yeah. Now they did bring some of those um, expensive, precious gemmed and and uh, precious metal idols yeah. with them, so to hopefully uh, sell them for more yeah. cash. If we get into a tight spot, spot, we can yeah. yeah bribe someone with them or whatever. <clears throat> yes. <coughs> Excuse me. If I use Just your... a question while while Magnus goes to that. As part of the brief, we would have received about stealing Egyptian artifacts and how not to do it and don't do that. It was it clear, was it clear how you could legally get them out? Like I imagine you need to go to the university and say you would, this is uh, part of an expedition or you would. Well, expeditions in Egypt at this time have to be verified by the and uh, by the head of antiquities, which is a, a person at the Egyptian Museum um, mm -hmm. here in Cairo. So all all claims on anything found in a dig or an excavation would have to be approved by them to be released from the country, even if right. it's so. Even if say somebody starts to dig from England and is digging here and finds something, if they find it, they get the academic credit for finding it, but they may not be able to leave the country with it. It might have to stay oh, yeah. in the Egyptian museum. So and I'm not sure how some thorough of the these things, checks are. But yeah. some, they're pretty fucking thorough, I'll be honest. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, if um, there are shops that sell licensed Egyptian stuff, you know, that's been right. discovered, but these are not, I mean, they're common, more common items that are recovered mm -hmm. from digs, like, uh, you know, like um, pottery and stuff like that. Maybe mm -hmm. some, the, the, the idols or so from late dynasties, but nothing, Arabs, nothing Arabs. like from before the 12th dynasty or anything is really right. available for sale. So in terms of the stuff we brought in that is vaguely Egyptian-looking, like the uh, the scepters or yeah. the ibis-headed daggers, was right. that checked as you had it coming in so you can no. take it out? No. Oh, I no. They didn't check you coming in, but you can almost right. guarantee they're going to check you going out. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. So... So, cool. regarding the manifest, mm -hmm. the items, I, I assume this is the verbatim ma manifest. It does say, like, Mirror of Gaul and stuff like this. This no. was our player manifest. No, this was our player manifest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's going to be like Antique Mirror or something on the, uh, okay, the official yes. manifest, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, um, Cultist Regalia is not the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not going to be listed on the actual shipping <laughs> manifest. No, no. <laughs> if there is an actual shipping, there shouldn't, there wouldn't even be an actual shipping manifest. To be honest, this is just for our our sake in game, our yeah. auto game, yeah, player knowledge. Yeah. So, have you been through these artifacts? Do you? Um... 
Do you know what what they what they do? We know what several of them do. Hmm. At this point, I mean, you have to make a everybody, but well, Bob and Tristan at this point needs to make the choice as to how much you want to let the two new guys in on. Not sorry, Bob and Nigel. I yeah, did it again. Really That's right. Um, need to determine how much you want to let them in on on what some of the shit does. Because you two are the only guys right now who realize that this things do things. Mm. Yeah, I think we should be. I'm. This is sort of off to the side to see. I we, that we should be a little bit vague on what some of these things do. We don't want uh, Mr. Gray insisting we send everything back. Mm, that's true. I mean, I'm, tr I'm more inclined to trust Claude because he's been wounded in the line, and I do not like lawyers. Full stop. Um, it's a bad day for him to be a lawyer. <laughs> but, um, but no, I see. I understand your logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of, you're absolutely right. His his first uh, his first line of duty is to his employer. So you're right. He could just sweep the whole lot off, or try, and then it right. could get messy. So yeah, give him a little bit. Give him a bit of rope. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just tell yep. him a bit, but not all. You know, and, and uh, Mr. Gray, generally the, the majority of these items we brought with us are ones that we feel may have some value, I hate to put it in a magical sense, I mean, I hate to put it that way, but it, it seems like that to us, but we have not yet identified what they so do. Say that they might be useful, is that what you're saying? They might be useful to us in, in the pursuit of, uh, you know, what we're trying to find out here. Have they yeah, been uh, useful previously, or uh... um, some have been a little bit useful? Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, for example, the um, the scroll that we had, we've translated, and uh, it does give us some information uh, on how to, you know, on how to better better. Merge in with the surrounding people. Um, the cultist really? regalia we've used to um, just hide ourselves in the, amongst them. But again, most of the stuff yeah. was sort of you know, the lava in the jar. Yeah, the lava in the jars. We're not too sure that we the two small statues we just have for batter purposes. Pretty much yeah. the case. Okay. Yeah. Right. Murph, okay, while, the, while, while Roddy's explaining this, can I just lean in and give, um, give Magnus' character a, a, a quick sniff? Sure. To see yeah, what he ahead. smells of. Go ahead and roll smell. <laughs> scent decay. You can roll scent decay, but, I mean, he's alive, so. No. Dead side. He's cold. Just dead heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a miss. I just thought I just wonder if I could pick up on anything. No, no, you don't pick up anything. Okay. He that's seems cool. genuine. He if anything, he seems maybe slightly more nervous than you would have thought. But that might be easily explained if he's been privy to what's been going on. You okay. Know? I understand. But I mean, that's that's about it. I would imagine. Not that we're naturally suspicious people, but we're naturally. No, but I mean, if he, you have to <laughs> take into account that you guys have been sending notes back 
to the Carlisles. And if this is the Carlisles lawyer, then there's a good chance that he's read some of them. So if okay. he's read some of those notes, he knows that people die around you guys like lots of fires. Be a reason for uh, yeah for for some of his misgivings or, or <laughs> nervousness at least. That that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm just getting an idea here. Let's um. Let's have the hotel store the the artifacts for the time being, and let's visit the, uh, the shop of Mr. Najir. Where do you want to store the artifacts? I, mean, I assume the they came in like crates. In the hotel vault or something? Or? I will leave it to, I mean, if there's... I I mean, do you want to keep them in your rooms, or do, you want the, or do you want the hotel to store them? That's what I'm asking. We want the hotel to store them. Yeah. I believe... Is there anything? I don't want to. As Claude, I don't want to keep anything on my person. But is there anything on that list that you guys want to keep on your person? I might like to have the magical scepters, or at least one pair of them. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, uh, the zappy thing would be easy to conceal. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think we want to carry that around until we know it better. <laughs> You mean the strange device, right? No, the strange device for killing pulp authors. That's what it yeah. does, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it works, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Beggars can't be choosers at this point. Okay, so yeah. you guys are going to go after, uh, try and track down Faraz and Ajir. Um, yeah. And we're getting you know, a guide um, to go there. Yeah. Are you going to get a guide to go there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you ask at yeah. the front desk, the concierge is able to provide you with a guide, but he, he tells you that they're very, very busy. The hotel guides are extremely busy, and he's probably not going to be able to stay around. He, he's probably going to get you there and then have to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, How far away is, is the shop from where we are now? Like, is it... I thought I was imagining a sort of two-hour round trip. Um, it would be a... Yeah, it would be about two hours to get there and back uh, wow. by foot inside the yeah. city. I mean, the city is packed. I mean, it's every yeah. street is, is full of people. But once the issue is that, and, and the guide will tell you this, once we leave this area of the city and hit Old Town, it's going to go much, much slower because the streets are much, much narrower. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's yeah. a lot of, you know, Egyptians walking up and down the streets. So it's going to take forever to get through the streets. Are we kitting some native clobber? Yeah. Have we managed to do that? Say again? Well, yeah. <laughs> that was a have, um, Manchurian, have, have Manchesterian... local clothing? Yes. Oh. No, no, you haven't. Uh, and now, this being said, it looks like every Euro and, and well-ado Egyptian in the area is wearing a uh, typical European suit and tie. Yeah, but I, I, I need to wear yeah. yeah, locals are wearing the Dejiva, which is a, a white, you know. Well, I, I assume we're better off looking for that in Old Town. Um, okay, yeah. Because I can't, I can't be wearing this bloody dress all the time. I, I, it's too hot and it's no good. Yeah. Uh, in fact, as you go outside, it's it's it, the the heat is stifling. I mean, it's ridiculously hot outside. It's hotter than any of you have ever experienced before in your lives. Uh, was in the Foreign Legion. Claude yes. was in the Foreign Legion, so he would be used to it. I will give you that. But uh, the rest yeah. of them would not. 
this is giving you flashbacks then to the foreign legions. This is <laughs> this what I mean. Reason. Yeah. yeah. Flashbacks to Algiers. This is wonderful. <laughs> um, so, is that what you're doing then? You're going to go ahead and take the guide and go to the. Uh... Yes. Yes. And I messed up. It's not two hours there. It's it's a half an hour there with the guide. Oh, right cool. Okay. Okay. That makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, so it's on the street of jackals. Uh, once you get to Old Town, like I said, things are are much more crowded. You stand out like a sore thumb as well because you're a bunch of euros walking down the street. Um, there's shops, euros. And parts, and you know. Mr. Gray uh, is American. Yeah, but they can't tell the difference. No, no, um, I mean, there's shops and carts and whatnot crammed in with people all over. What they name a street tends to be about eight foot wide, and it's packed with people moving both directions all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, the smell in this part of the town is, is somewhat atrocious as well. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, nah. it's like being in New Orleans the day after Mardi Gras ends. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible odor. Um, the sewer is obviously open. Beautiful area. I mean, it's 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 a terrible part of town just from the side of it. The, the houses are ramshackle. Um, the buildings are crumbling. I mean, it it does not look like a a great place. That being said, there's a shitload of people of all types walking around. It, it's just that old town is roughly half of Cairo. So I mean, you. You have no choice but to eventually go to Old Town. So after about a half an hour, um, the guide brings you onto uh, the Street of Jackals, which is where uh, Faraz and Jir's shop um, is at. Um, but when you get there, uh, what you see instead of a shop is actually a burned-out, rubble-strewn hole in the ground that is obviously been derelict for many years uh, it is unfilled which is odd because uh, you've not actually seen an empty space along the street yet until you meet this spot and then it's it's just this burned out building that's fallen in on itself and that's where uh, <laughs> the shop used to be and the, the guide tells you oh, this is where it's supposed to be but as you can tell it's there's nothing there's nothing here how very peculiar. I take my gloves off. I'm going to go over and start having a little dig around in the in the rubble. Okay. Um, you don't really find anything. Um, there's not a whole lot of uh, stuff there. It just looks like building material there. There doesn't look like anything else there. Are there shops on either side? Oh yeah, the the street is filled with them. We can. Uh, why don't we go to one of the nearby shops, as long as we still have the guide, and yeah. try to find out what happened and use the guide as a translator. Are there any clothing shops? I assume there are. Yeah, there are. There's uh, virtually any local Egyptian shop can be found on the street of Jackals here. Yeah. So I mean, because we're already shopping for for clothing apparently, uh -huh. so we might as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's now these are all going to be the jivas and and local. You, uh, you know, Karenian clothing well, options, not your. That's what he wanted. Options. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, Something to cover know, my face there's up literally as well. a, There's literally a place across the 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 way from the Street of Jackals that has uh, the jibas and and sandals and whatnot, everything you would want to be to dress like a like a uh, 
a native like Kyrie. Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. Like T. Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. So let's go um, there. All righty. Okay, well, you, you you go there. Uh, the guide starts speaking. He asks, um, Nigel, he's going to ask you, I mean, did you, did you, were you looking for something, madam, for uh, maybe a new dress? I mean, there's better shops in Lisbicia Gardens than, than this. Uh, yeah, I, I just have a look around at something that seems big enough to envelop me and point at it. Uh, a big verka. How tall are you guys? Let's see. Good question. Um, I've got a size of 13, you can tell you. Yeah, I'm I do size too. 13 as well. Um, you guys are actually, yeah, Claude is, is head and shoulders above everyone else in the street. Uh, you guys are noticeably taller. Claude is like a fucking giant to these people. Okay. <laughs> um, when you're looking through the stalls for the Jeebas, they're sorted by color mainly. Uh, you know, the white for the male, and then there's black and blue and various other colors, but mainly white. Um, there doesn't seem to be many that are long enough. I'm back. Um, I mean, you can work this out with the lady behind the stall if you want. After a while, she'll be able to make you up one um, that's long enough. Um, and she pulls out a, a measuring tape and, and attempts to get a measurement off of you. I don't know how close you want her to be to you. but As close she can stand the smell. Yeah. Um, I mean, she doesn't notice the smell because this place reeks. So this uh, is perfect for. This is great. This is good for you. Every year in So you guys uh, eventually you settle on uh, a Dejiva that'll fit, but she tells you it's, it. I don't have it here. I mean, it's too no. big. It's too big. So if you come back a little bit later, maybe I'll have you something. Uh, the rest of you guys, um, other than Claude, the other two, you can find a passable one if you want one. Mm -hmm. It'll be just a yes. little bit short, but won't be unholy noticeable. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, Do you guys want Claude? I don't ahead. think Claude wa Claude has, like, in, in my mind, like the Egyptologist-type khakis with the shorts and the, the short sleeve shirt. Um, if you guys want me to get an outfit to try and blend in, I will, but I'm quite happy the way I'm dressed at the moment. It might be good for us to have someone who looks like a European yeah. and that we're just his entourage of locals. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get any, any clothes for myself. Right. I'm uh, perfectly fine in, in okay. my suit. Um, are you going to ask or have the guide ask about um, the shop that's burned yes. out across yeah, the street? Yeah, yeah we're, we're curious. What happened to that shop? So it's so, so strange to see a burned down building here. Um, oddly enough, she uh, recalls that uh, uh, it's been about five or six years ago. Uh, the shop was actually burned down uh, while Faraz was inside, and he was horribly, horribly burned as a result of it. Um, but, you know... Uh, since then, he's uh, he was able to open up a new shop in uh, the Khan El Khalili. That's Khan, like you would think, L Dash Khalili, K H A L I L I. 
which is an old uh, ancient marketplace right off of Sharia Muzadin Allah, which is a street name. Um, I'll put that in the note, in the chat window just so that I don't have to try and uh, pull it again. Mm -hmm. um, I, just, I just, yeah, that's the street name. And the marketplace is called the the Con. Um, and and how, how come nobody has built anything yes. since? Um, she doesn't. I mean, she shakes her head no and waves her hand, and just uh, as she's talking to this to the interpreter, and he just relays that she just doesn't she doesn't want to talk about it for some reason. Okay, that's weird. Grease the wheels. Grease the wheels. I don't think that should be necessary here. Okay, so right. um, if you want, you can try and get to um, um, from the Street of Jackals to uh, Sharia Mizadeen Allah. Um, yeah. The deal is, though, that the the guide says, "Look, I've already, I've, I really got to, I got to get back. I mean, I can." Probably get you to um, to uh, the Kana Khalili, which is going to be about uh, 45 minutes or so away. Um, but I'm I'm going to have to leave immediately after that. I won't be able to stick around. Is that nearby any? Um, is that nearby the hotel, for example, or uh, any no, other? That's another part of Old Town. It's even further away, perhaps. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we don't have much choice, I suppose. We look sufficiently strange enough for most people to give us a wide berth, I think. Yes, yes. Would we have any idea as to the general direction of the uh, hotel and the... Um, yeah, it's it's generally from where you're at right now. It's north northwest, northwest of where you are. Okay, all right. Let me see if I let me see if I grabbed a. Uh, I might have grabbed a map. I'm not sure if I did or not, and I'll put it up here. Well, I'll do it for later because it's got some names in there you don't need to see yet. But I mean, there is a. Uh, there is a map. I'll show it to you later. It's not. Okay. It's not as nearly as detailed as like the London one is. That's why I'm not really that worried about it. Right. Does the guide have some kind of a map that he can that he can give us, or know where we can uh, get one? He'll tell you outright that um, guy. Uh, the maps here, because Old Town is so old, and the streets actually shift when, like in this case, where that house burned down. Usually, they would either open it up 
and make it another road through to the other street on the other side or without telling anyone or they would just rebuild again you know two or three shops in its place um, so it, I mean street maps here are are virtually useless okay. I mean they, they just don't work he said they're not good the only way you know your way around is is by being born here literally yeah okay well let's go to Kankalili yeah all right, so uh, after you know 45 minutes or so, um, going through the uh, um, going through the, the maze of Old Town, uh, you reach. Uh, it's called the Street of Potters. That's the English name for it, by the way, uh, which is just a little bit further down um, from where you are. And this one's not far off. You can see, kind of in the distance, uh, through the alleyways and stuff, you can see a an old wall. Um, that's built up, which you assume would have been like the old wall, part of the Citadel of Saladin. That would have been a normal tourist attraction of the time, uh, the Citadel of Saladin in Cairo. Uh, there's a huge wall that spans north from the Citadel up through and kind of curtains off the eastern edge of Cairo and Old Town. And so you're kind of guessing that that's that wall that you're seeing through there. Um, but as you get to the Street of Potters, um, the guide says, "Look, the shop should be right over there." I'm sorry, I have to go. I can't. Uh, I can't. Um, I can't stick around any longer. Um, and as you look through, you know, going through here, it, there's like pottery shops left and right. There must be a dozen pottery shops on this particular street. There's a door and a window that's clearly marked as Faraz Najir uh, in Arabic, and then it has. Uh, curios in English, and then Magazine de Antiquities in French, however the hell you say that, uh, since you all speak those languages, except for, obviously the Arabic. Um, except for obviously the useful one. The useful one. <laughs> yeah. um, it seems to have like several stories of tenement houses above it. Um, it it's Looking through the window, you can tell it this is one of those shops that's chock full of, of useless tourist shit. You know what I mean? You know, clay sphinxes and, you know, yeah. sandstone mm -hmm. pyramids and crap like that, you know. Um, that's pretty much all you see in here. If you go inside, you know, when you go inside, are you going inside or are you going to stay outside? Yes, I think we'll be going inside, but do we have a chat before we go in? Sure. So we're pretty confident this is the place. Um, so I guess um, Bradley is doing the talking. What's yes. the plan? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I would I wouldn't like to know what's the plan. What, what the plan is? Well, uh, I, I was hoping you would um, be able to. How you say? How would you say? Work your magic. Um, do what it is you do. You gotta remember, he's the new Rough guy. He has no place. idea what the hell is going on here. You're, you're, the, you're the one who has to. <laughs> I can to smash do. up the place if you want. Like, no worries. But I did. That wasn't the vibe I was getting early. Mr. So Mr. I, Mason, I mean, how would you? How would you handle these situations? Well, I I think we're here. What we're here to do is to find out about the artifacts that he has, um, and I. You know, that should be our first 
our first step once we go in. You can introduce no. yourself as a representative of Mr. Carlisle. You may not know that he's, well, he's not dead, but you're, you're a representative. No. Go ahead. That's, that's big just, just out of out of out of context here. This letter, what this represents, is a mm -hmm. direct line between Faraz Najir and the the Carlisle expedition itself mm -hmm. that was here previously. Um, you know that he might have brokered some stuff for him um, that he sent over to wherever he was. Carlisle was at the time, um, but I mean that's the main key to this note is that he has direct knowledge of. Um, you know, or a direct experience with the Carlisle expedition itself. I'll give you that much. Okay. Another so, question for you: How big a news story was the, the Carlisle's disappearance? I figured that was a massive story for anyone. You, who you have no idea. You haven't checked. Yeah. I mean, you haven't. There, uh, there are places where you can go once you get back to the hotel. You can ask uh, them, and they'll point you in the right direction, but as of right now, you have no idea. Right. I guess the question is, had I heard about it as just a general layperson? Walking around Cairo today? No no, 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 no. As Did Claude, like, if I picked up a paper in the U.S., was that front page news at some point? Or was in it just... In 1919, like, sure. Or yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. But not, cool. not today. No, 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 that's fine. I get that would have been in Egypt. Yeah. yeah, you're in Egypt, but I mean, yeah, in America, it was a big deal because he was a huge socialite figure, you know. Mm -hmm. Cool. Another question I had for you, um, unrelated to that. What are Egyptian gun laws like? Uh, there is no uh, carrying of weapons within the city. Uh, typically, that means that you're not allowed to openly carry a weapon within the city limits of Cairo. Um, it is very common for Europeans to openly carry a pistol on their hip outside the city limits of Cairo. But inside the city limits, it's uh, it's frowned upon. Right. Severely frowned upon. I mean, they will arrest you if they see <laughs> yeah, it. Frowned upon, upon illegal. Yeah. Frowned upon as in imprison you, okay, in an Egyptian yeah. prison in the 20s, all right? Yeah. Can I have, how about like a kosh or a blackjack or like a small club? Yeah, anything else you could, you could secrete a, yeah. I mean, even the pistol, if you can put it on your body without it being noticed, you can get away with it. Yeah, not the shoulder holes and search. Sort of thing. Yeah, they're not going to stop and search anyone. They just don't want to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if they yeah. see it, they'll they'll prosecute you. Sure. Cool. Yeah, back to the game plan. Now you guys are standing in the middle of Old Town on the Street of Potters, and there's, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a dozen pottery shops. They're all hawking at you. They're, they're, uh, you know, one after another are are uh, trying to get your attention. And you're standing there like a, a bunch of heroes in front of this one shop. While we are standing there, Roddy wants to take a look around to see if he spots the gentleman that he has seen twice that he saw back at Port Said, and oh, then at the train station. Roll your spot hidden, and you're going to have to get better yeah, than two times. Yeah, you're going to have to Yeah. really good on it. Okay. Five. Uh, uh, Roddy rolled a five. You, what you notice, you don't notice that guy, <coughs> but what you do notice is a um, probably a young man, maybe about 20, who's wearing a small fez and, and uh, the jiba and robes, um, who seems to be watching you 
quite intently as the guide walked off. Um, but he's not making any obvious moves. He's an obvious native Egyptian. Um, he's very young. He looks fairly clean cut and, and while not rich by any means, I mean, he looks better than the sewer rats that you've seen groveling on the side at times. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start walking over towards this fellow to see what he does when I you know, and if I can get to him to talk to him, I will. Excuse me, I will. Okay. Uh, as he sees you coming towards him, he immediately runs out, and um, and you know says, "Oh, hello, sir. Hello, sir. My name is Hakim. I, do you need a guide? I am a wonderful guide. I can guide you anywhere. I know the city like the back of my hand. It is a beautiful city. You will love my city. I only ask that you pay up front. No big deal. You can pay half now, half later. Doesn't bother me. But I know everyone and I know everywhere." Uh, Hakim, will you? Come with me over to my friends, and we can discuss this further. So I bring uh, Hakeem over to the group. Yes, of course. Oh, yes. So he walks over uh, with you. And delivers uh, guys, the same spiel. Yep, the same spiel again. Yep. Um, you know, I, I can get you anything you want. I, I, I know everything. I know where to get anything. If you need some hashish, no problem. If you need girls, no problem. If you need a new shop, uh, tailored suits, no problem. We got it covered. No big deal. So I asked Gray, Gray, do you think we should, uh, do we want to hire this guy, or do we think we should not? Can I do a psychology roll on him, please? You may. Yeah, go ahead. Since for some perverse reason I actually have a very high psychology, I don't know why. <laughs> no idea why. 27 is, a, is an impale, nearly. It is or nearly an impale. It, it can't be an impale. It's a, it's a massive difference there. <laughs> That's uh, well, it's it's less a lot less than half. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but it couldn't be an impale because you need to have 125. Yeah. Yeah, all right. 135. <laughs> good roll. Yeah. Everyone's right. a you did pretty good. Right. <laughs> what was your skill? Uh, what is your skill for psychology? Uh, 77. Oh, okay. All right. So you did do. You beat it by 50 or so. Yeah. So he. I mean, he's obviously a beggar boy, uh, of which you've seen many. Um, he's, you get the idea that he's, he's pretty intelligent. He obviously speaks pretty good English. Um, you, you can't quite put your finger on it, but you, I mean, there, there may be a little more to him, but you're not, I mean, he doesn't seem overtly dangerous at, by any means. Okay. So what was his name again? I mean, Hakeem. H A K I M. Okay. Yeah, I think we should hire him. I mean, how how much do you cost, Hakeem? What's your price? Um, twenty-five pistaries a day. Okay. What does that break out to? Do we know? Breaks out to about a twenty-five pounds a day. Yeah. Five shillings a day. Five shillings yes. a day. Haggle, so, somebody haggle. They want you to haggle these people. Yeah. Anybody got bargaining? Bargain, fast talk. Mm -hmm. Even a psychology role might, might get them better. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder is... That's quite a lot of money, that, is he? Is Magnus frozen again? <laughs> Let it go. Oh, we don't hear you. 
Ah, uh, nice, nice, Nigel. Um, <laughs> I have, I've got compelling and arguments about why he should lower his price, but that's about it. have <laughs> got, I've got base fast talk. Uh, what's the other one? Yeah. Persuade? No. I mean, no, I'm rubbish. No. You have psychology. You can try that. I've got a massive psychology, but I'm thinking that I don't want to be doing it because I'll probably frighten the living bejesus out of him. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> Excellent. I, I, I have some bargain. I have some bargain. A bargain persuade and credit rating, basically. Oh, okay. All right. We'll just... You're the man. I'll go for bargain in this case. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make your. So roll. How about how about fifteen? Whew. I have a special kill switch. <laughs> there it is. Twenty-nine, which is a fail though for my bargain of twenty-five. So. Uh, so you failed. Uh, yeah. Fifteen is fine. Fifteen is fine. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, well, then it's a deal. All right, wonderful. Um, where do you want to go? Uh, for right now, we might want to use him, use you as a, an interpreter for us when we visit uh, Najia's um, shop. You don't, you don't want to go in there. It's a shit shop. Uh, we, in there. we want to see the man. <laughs> He's a freak. Don't want to go there. That's bad. I'll saddle up next to him and say, you know. There's nothing wrong with being different in my funny, nasty <laughs> voice. <laughs> and, uh, I think uh, Claude's going to pull off um, his glove and, be, and make, a, make as much of a fist as he can, which is already 80% of the way there, right? Christ. Freak <laughs> yeah. show's broken oh, out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah he, his eyes get huge at the look of both of you guys, and he's like, uh, I'm very sorry, very sorry. Yes. Uh, um, okay, we go in shop. Maybe um, you know, I'm very busy, and he runs off. <laughs> <laughs> oh bollocks! Oh, sorry. Hey, be no back. problem. He'll be back. Oh. That's still, like, we we have to go into the shop and talk to. Yeah. Uh, well, hang on. Is, is, has anyone been and done a recce of this shop? Is there a is there a, a back alley? Is there a yard? Is there a, no a door? Is it... You have no idea. There's a door in front of you, a, gla a door with a glass window and windows on either side. You know, it's part of a tenement. It's the bottom floor of a tenement building. Um, and it looks like complete shit inside. That's basically all we can say. Okay. It looks like tourist trash is what's inside, you know, the, the okay. stupid crap you sell to tourists. Well, it's a good thing we're tourists then. Yeah, I, I sort of reach out and put my hand on uh, Thea and say, "Calm down a bit, man. Calm down. We don't want to go in there too hard." Okay, so yeah, let's go. Put it. Yeah, um, in we go. All right, as you walk in, uh, the, a man in the back comes forth. He's wearing a turban and a zajiba, and, and he's uh, horribly disfigured on the right side of his face. I mean, his whole right side is scarred with burn scars. Uh, it's distorted his eye, you know, so his eye always hangs open. His mouth droops significantly from the scar tissue that's built up on the right side of his face. Uh, his hand, his whole, his hand that's exposed on his right is, is burned as well. I mean, he does not, 
look pleasant by any means. Uh, but as you come in, he sees you and like, oh, hello, hello, very good to see you, very nice to see you. Uh, may I interest you in perhaps a a a earthenware sphinx, or how about a uh, an obelisk made of wood? Yes. Wooden obelisk, you say? Oh yes, very very nice for the uh, for for the young lady at home. How about these? <laughs> they are one hundred percent glass. Interesting. Interesting. I'm gonna. I'm Do you gonna have anything with the pyramids? <laughs> no. I, I mean, um, I have. <laughs> looks to the side, and there's like a whole shelf of shitty pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> we have pyramids. Uh, we have pyramids. There's a sign that says, "Ask about our pyramids." pyramids <laughs> game. <laughs> We have I'm going to go take here. a look at, uh, at the pyramids and then here, I'm going to take an a look at And obelisks over here. Very... <laughs> yes. I'm going to go take a look at the pyramids and then I'm going to uh, glance at uh, at Roddy. I'm keeping an eye out of the door outside. Uh, uh, Faraz, my friend, we are here representing the Carlisles. Um, just okay, his eyes just immediately like pop, and he starts just railing in Arabic, and and like no, 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 whatever the hell they say in Arabic. But I mean, he's shooing you, obviously shooing you out the door. Like, get the hell out of my shop. Well, I got it anyway. Go, get. Yeah. <laughs> um, he uh, eventually he he makes his way to the door. He gets out in the street. He starts shouting. I mean, you have to leave. You have to leave. Can I grab him and pull him back in? I guess you can, yeah. I'll, I'll lend a hand with that as well. Get in here. Uh, all right, so he runs back to the to the the back of the shop, you know, not another room, the same room, and he pulls mm -hmm. this crappy jeweled skimtar off the wall and is like, you must leave! You must leave! Nothing to do with them! You go now! Is anyone else in the store, or is it just us? Oh, no, it's just you guys, yeah. I'm standing outside the store. <laughs> I'm going I'm right, to grab you're outside the store. Listen, if you're outside the store, you notice a small crowd. Like, people are stopping and looking at this point. I've closed the door. How, um, <laughs> how big a guy was Faraz? He's obviously pretty badly burnt. Does he look like he's in good physical condition? No. No, he's a small guy. No. He's, he's obviously not... Uh, He's not, no, by any means. He, he's, he's fragile at this point after the, the burns and the injuries he, he suffered. I mean, yeah. he's not very That's well cool. off. We need the smooth talking, educating lawyer to calm him down. Yes, and, we need. That's what we. That's what we want to do first. I. I, okay. I <laughs> now, Magnus, you're outside and and you've shut the door and people I've are. Shut the door. I mean, they can hear him screaming still inside, and now they see him through the windows. You know, he's got the sword out and he's waving it around like a madman, and uh, a huge crowd is is gathering out front. I mean, we're talking fifty or sixty people minimum. Of uh, natives that are, you know, kind of peering what, in, like what are they? Yeah, they're, they're looking. That's what they're doing. Yeah, they're looking, and then some of them are hollering back at you, and none of them are speaking English. 
no idea what they're saying. Are they looking? Are they looking angry, or are they? Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, a number of them are rather pissed. Yeah. I, I open the door and I say, maybe, maybe we should uh, should um, should leave. Not leaving. He's the only no, leader. I, 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 I speak to Federese. I said, so, calm down, calm down, my friend. We're not here to harm you. We, we just came to get a little information, and we'll make it worth your while. You, mm-hmm. you won't come out of this deal without getting some good money from us. Money. What is Federese doing anyway? Money. Yes, yes, my friend. Yes, Listen, my friend. We will pay. Because otherwise, you're robbing me. Wow. I'm being robbed. No, no, you're not being robbed, sir. Uh, does anybody anybody got some any money on them? We can put on the counter yeah, any, some the, some real money. Yeah, the money's outside with the with the tetchy crowd, which is a great move. Yeah. I'll open I would imagine I have a little bit of. Money, because I've been here for a while, right? So I don't know, a couple of British pounds or Egyptian pounds, oh, whatever. Yeah, I get that. I didn't want Egyptian pound. That should be yeah. a, a pretty decent amount of money to this guy, right, Murph? I don't know. What what's a yeah, pound? Yeah, it's two nights stay in a fancy hotel, so that should be yeah. a substantial amount. Yeah, for what he's dealing with here. I mean, how much is he selling his pyramids for? So I'm just you gonna know. show the money. I'm just gonna hold it. What is, what is that? That's not enough. That's not enough. Right, I'll open the door and I'll tap the lawyer on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, As you open the door, you can see the crowd outside tries to come in with them. I mean, it's, Yeah, that, it's I don't think real. this is a good idea. Right, close the door. He can stay yes. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, he comes in with you. That's fine. But the crowd is at the door, like pressed yeah, against cool. the glass. Well, I'm leaning against the door as well. And... Yeah. No, that's cool. I've got that. I'm not going to be much use to the conversation anyway. So I'll go lean on the door and look imposing. Uh, Mr. Gray, Mr. Gray, would you please give um, Fazir some money that would interest him? Faraz, how much money did you need for us to be your friends? I don't know. I don't know. What do you What do you want? Why are you here? You You can't bring up the past like that. It's terrible. We, we just uh, any information you have, we would appreciate about the. So uh, how much money are you putting down? That's what I need to know. I'm not going to tell you how much. You're going to have to put some money down. <laughs> just start counting it out. Yep. Slap. Well, no, don't show him the full roll. <laughs> You'll want it all. So when you're uh, the lawyer, you can read. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna wiggle a fiver for him. All right, a five? Yeah. No, no, it's not worth it. What? C- calm down, Mr. Mister Fisher. I mean, is he getting calmer by us showing him money? I mean, he's not as psychotic as he was a few minutes ago, but I mean... He's <laughs> how's, the, how's, the, how's the outside crowd reacting? They're still Sorry. fairly upset. And, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, Tristan, you probably should lock the door. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. Um, just so we, just so we clear how much money it actually is, five pounds is like a little over a grand now. I understand. So, yeah. Yeah, I understand I mean, just, just, no, Look, I understand a lot of money. 
but I'm no, just no, no, saying. For, for Magnus's purposes. Like, if you walked into somebody's thing and was like, hey, how about that bad thing that happened? Here's a... <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, so I will be locking this door and leaning against it. And I also have, a like, a blackjack, a kosh on me, if mm. that's cool. I'm leaning with him as things turn south. I don't think this is a good good idea to... Uh, I, I think we should leave. What? Just negotiate. Do your job. Yeah. <laughs> That's not I don't enough. suppose I can roll the bar again. You're putting me in danger being here, bringing this shit up. That would be up. precisely this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start growling. Happened. Look what happened to me. Worth five well, pounds. Get out of my shop. Uh, You're robbing me. We should, we should leave. We should definitely leave. Bargain with the man. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should listen to what he says. I mean, he, he wants us to leave. Maybe we he can come back at a more opportune time. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we don't have that much money. <laughs> you should be able to get more. We give him another fiber if you've got it. We've got to get. We need this information. We we have to talk to the gentleman. We we need, the do, do we need this information? Do we really need it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, what other... Do you really need <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah, what other connections okay. do we have at this time? I mean, I'll, I'll, offer him, I'll offer him another five, then. Ten pounds. I mean, that's... Wow. Not, not good enough. That's... <laughs> okay, now... Anybody well, get how much, what, what are you? I mean, at offering ten dollars, shouldn't I be able to to at least have a starting point for a bargain here for him to do? Oh, to sure. Buy. You want information? I know the Carlisle. Okay, I know the Carlisle expedition. I don't want nothing to do with them. Now, well, how how much how much would make it more more palatable to you? <laughs> um. Fifty pound. I tell you everything you need to know. Oh shit! You can bargain now if you want to. Yeah, you can bargain or something now if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna roll bargain. The Magnus switch. Sadly, I don't have that much in bargain, but let's see. Thirty-one. No, that's a fail. No, it's a fail. Twenty-six was or whatever. Twenty-seven. I have twenty-five in bargain. Ooh. I'm going to interject. What if we got you out of the country? Come on, why the hell would I want to leave the country? I got nowhere else to go. You sound like a Japanese. Sorry, whatever. <laughs> I'll leave the... Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't do accents. I can't wait to get to Australia. <laughs> no, 50 is too much. I'm definitely not paying 50. That's out of the question. Um... 25. Yes. Yes, 25 will do. 25. Right, right now. I will, I will show him the money. No, you're putting it in my hand. 25. Yeah, I will show him, show him the money and give it to him. Okay, and with that, he, he calms down a bit. He walks to the... Uh, remove that from the ledger, please, Tristan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he walks towards the, uh, the front door. He throws it open, and he smiles at the crowd, says some shit in Arabic. Everybody talks for a few moments, and they all kind of disperse and go about their business. And he walks back inside, shuts the door, flips the closed sign, and locks the door. Oh, almighty. That was stressful. <laughs> You're going to kill me. You know this. You know this. No. You're killing me right now. 
why are we killing you? Because of what they did. Who Look are what they? they did. Who are they? The fucking Carla. Look at look at my face. Look at my shop. Are you saying my business the is gone. I, I sell I sell shit like this to no one. Are you <laughs> saying the Carlisles burn burned down your shop? I can't prove anything. But you you suspect Roger Carlisle burned down your shop. <laughs> Listen, what I can tell you is that What I can tell you is that Carlisle comes to me looking for information about the Black Pharaoh, right? Yeah. Black Pharaoh, are you familiar with Black Pharaoh? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He ruled in Egypt from, uh, I don't know, like end of the end of the third dynasty to the uh, right at the end of the third dynasty, um, deposed by Snafuru. Uh, first pharaoh of the fourth dynasty, right? Anyway, he come looking for information about that. I find, uh, you know, I, I had gotten a number of things related to that. I uh, had a, a scroll. Um, I had a that that told of an entrance to a, a an unnamed pyramid um, that supposedly the black pharaoh was entombed within, right? Um, I had a huge obsidian bust of the Black Pharaoh that I, I sold to them. That raises some eyebrows. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, a little, a strange little drum thing, a tambour. It had some odd symbols. Uh, a weird circlet with a large zircon, uh, which they said was the, the crown of the Black Pharaoh. I, I sold all these things to Carlisle. Where did you acquire these things? Yeah, I, I picked them up, and you know, I buy them from digs and and from antiquities dealers here locally. But either way, listen, I I, I sell them to Carlisle's agent. He comes and picks them up. Warren Bessart. What was his name again? Warren. Yeah. Warren Bessart. B e s a r t. Do I recognize that name at all? I'm gonna say no. Okay. Is okay. It, would I recognize uh, an agent of of the Carlisles? No, mm -hmm. because this predates you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, you know, I. Uh, he goes on. You know, he he's telling you this list of stuff he gets, and then he gets to this part where he says that, uh, you know, uh, the. the, the You know the Black Pharaoh, the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh, right? The Brotherhood. No one yes, speak yes. of the Brotherhood. Bad, bad luck, bad luck. Yeah. But uh, I might have acquired some of these from the Brotherhood. Maybe. Yeah. Might have taken them surreptitiously. Uh. Uh, but anyway, I sell <laughs> them to Carlisle's agent, Bassard, right? Um. I tried to get more money from them, you know, and and uh, one night I'm sleeping here and this demon uh, ar arrives at my shop uh, and, and burns the whole shop down with me in it. 
Sounds like the kind of thing we'd do. <laughs> we'd kidnap him and kill him first. <laughs> I'm liking these people. We need to meet them. Um, also, do you say that out loud? <laughs> anything I say, it seems to be whispered to Roddy. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to make listen checks. Yeah, I, I need to make a listen check for that. I failed. Go ahead. Ninety-nine. Um, I don't hear a thing. Trouble understanding for us at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do hear, and I give you a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with the, uh, with the thumb basically, that's on the mangled hand. <laughs> Oh, the chair tells you, Faraz tells you that uh, he sells the items to Carlisle's agent, this guy named Warren Bessart. Uh, he had stolen the items from um, who is in shadier circles considered to be um, a priest of the Egyptian Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh. Okay. Does he have a name for that person? Named, yeah. For a name, you need more money. Yeah. I'm getting a bit ragged off with this. Yes. That's fine, then leave. <laughs> Kill so, me, what do I care? I've already, I'm, I'm half dead now. Mr. Najir, does the name Jackson Elias mean anything to you? No. You've never heard it? No. I don't know who that is. He's not with the Carlisles, I don't know that much. Alright. Do you have anything else that they would have bought? Do you have any other, other things that Carlisle would have been interested in buying if he was here now? No, he bought here. most of the things involved that I gotten from... Uh, he, he bought most of the stuff that I had stolen from Shakti. He bought all that stuff. Hmm. Shakti, you say? Excellent. No, I didn't. So no. no, no, that's not... Uh, um, no. <laughs> I know that they were asked. Uh, they were uh, uh, there's a you know there's a uh, another uh, expedition in Egypt right now called there is. Uh, yes uh, called uh, the Clive expedition. Do I recognize that? No. No. Okay. And what's um, what's what's the Clive expedition doing here? Are they uh, looking for artifacts or? Uh... No, evidently the Brotherhood stole a um, uh, they stole a, a mummy from the Clive expedition here in Egypt not too long ago. Oh, hello. All right. And, I've also um, heard that uh, that they they were looking for um, an item that was located in, in the the mosque of Ibn Tulun. Um, but I don't know what it is or, or why they want it. No. Yeah. And how how did you come to hear about this Clive expedition? It's in the news. It's in the news. Do, okay. do people read the papers? Uh, no, they're in Arabic. Not all of them. Really? Okay. Well, I will have to to, to check that out. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, he makes mention of a. Uh, let's see, what's the name of it? Uh, I want to say it's called something other than what I think it's called. So give me just a second. The Cairo Bulletins, the English paper. She'll have to to ask the hotel about that. Um, And you haven't heard of any other uh, any other uh, travelers coming here, such as us, such as ourselves. No. no. No, that's good. <laughs> no, I don't want to see you people uh, either, to, to be fair. You you have to leave before anyone yeah. sees us. Tell us more about this uh, Shakti person. Uh, his name is Omar Shakti. Mm-hmm. Omar Shakti. He, he's, uh, you know, he, he's, he's supposedly he's the priest of the, the brotherhood here in Cairo. We need to make Do you have any favorite spots? Any, uh... He doesn't live in Cairo. He lives just outside of Cairo, the north. Um, mm-hmm. He's uh, uh, owns a cotton plantation. He sounds pretty powerful. How did you steal this stuff from him? If he's such a, uh, if he's so high up in the brotherhood. Uh, does it matter? Yes. I don't recall. I'm going to tell you right now, I have no fucking idea how he did it, okay? That's cool. Let's just <laughs> it. It. I have no recollection of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. you, just for my personal information, you have turned over all of the... Artifacts that you collected, you have none of them I now. Sold them. No, I sold them all to uh, to Basart, and and yeah, I haven't Basart. messed with it since then. Yeah. Okay. Holy shit! Look, it's Max. You have Warren's contact yeah. details. Hey, Max, everyone. No, I don't know where you can find Warren. Unfashionably late as usual. Yeah. Um, we are in currently we're in Cairo in the shop of Faraz Najir trying to get info from uh, from him about the uh, Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh. Oh well, Miss Pruitt could do that for us. She's it's Cairo. Uh, she's not in. Oh. She's not, Magnus is playing the lawyer from New York from a previous NPC, and then uh, Tristan is a guy named uh, Claude who's a three fingered brute. Um, that you haven't met either. He had a gun explode in his hand and lost a few fingers. Oh, well, unfortunate. Yeah. Or fortunate his, if he was his a dick. right hand so. as well. Yeah. yeah, it was his right hand as well, so he's... he's <laughs> so he's not going to be doing any of these? Or any of these? Yeah. Or these. It's more of a this. None I think he's got his thumb on the pinky left. Yeah. <laughs> All right, surfer, so surfer by default. Yeah. Um. So that's that's honestly that's about all you're gonna get out of this dude. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, that to me seems like it was worth our twenty-five pounds. Yes, I, I agree. Twenty-five pounds. Because you gave us a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
We're going to take some of these knickknacks with us. Yes, I definitely want a pyramid. Yeah, I want a pyramid as well. You want to pay for them? We did. Um, how much is how much is one yeah, pyramid? We paid. Yeah, I'm taking a pyramid. That's outrageous. No, I'm taking a pyramid. I'm having a pyramid. It's a tourist shop. <laughs> so this backwater pottery pyramid costs as much as the night uh, night in the fanciest hotel. Yeah, I'm getting a pyramid <laughs> for you. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Well, we're just walking out with some stuff. I think is the outcome of that. <laughs> All right. All right, so you guys get out. Um, without a guide to find your way back to the hotel, it's going to be about... Uh, it's going to take you the better part of probably two hours to find your back out of, way out of Old Town just because the streets are very confusing. Um, they double back, a lot of dead ends yep. and stuff like that. So, um, yep. It'll take you a while to get back to uh, Shepherd's. On the, on the way, can we pick up our... Um... Gear, our tailored gear, or, or would that not be? Make a roll, make a luck roll, and and do better than half. Hmm, crikey, okay. Ninety-seven. <laughs> no. Uh nine. The shops. You got a down. nine. Yeah. Um. All right, I'll give it to you. I was it was going to be a group luck, but yeah, okay. go ahead then. I might have no. the lowest anyway. My luck's fifty. It seems to me I always had the lowest luck. Yeah, I don't have but the check lower it out. Luck. Oh, you've, you're yeah, less than fifty. I don't have. I have more than fifty. Yeah. yeah. I have forty-five. Uh, well, then you should roll. Then change it. He should roll. roll Who has the lowest luck right now? Who has the lowest luck? Max, what's your luck? It's sixty-five. Okay. Yeah. Roll your luck, Tristan. Sure. Holy shit. Okay, a four. four. All right, yeah. Nice. So you are able, by sheer happenstance alone, you're like, wait a minute. Hey, we're back on the street of Jackals, and that's the uh, there's the burned out shop, and there's our local tailor lady. So you're able to pick up your uh, custom made dajiba there. Sweet. The the next time we should have Nigel Mar or pardon me, Thea mark the uh, every corner. If you know what I mean. And he can he can smell his way back. That's a damn good idea. Yeah, I got a I got a, uh, a six month old male dog that's oh. macking things. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you get back to Shepherd's. Um, it's probably mid-afternoon at this point, it's flipping hot outside, you know, it's 100 plus. I'm going to ask Kikasiurge for a, for a newspaper. Um, no problem, uh, and he hands you a copy of the uh, Cairo Bulletin. Excellent. Which is an English-speaking newspaper here in, um, <coughs> in Cairo. Wow, self-reading newspaper. <laughs> An English um, language weekly paper. How you. about that? That's better. Um, so yeah, um, is there a cheaper hotel? Not asking the concierge because that would be a bit of a faux pas. Um, oh yeah. Let's find a cheaper hotel than this hotel. We don't need yeah, anything this fancy, and it's it's yeah. Um, yeah, without a doubt, there's a cheaper hotel. I mean, this is the <laughs> best hotel. So yeah, there's cheaper hotels. <laughs> Why are we going cheaper? 
I I think that's a prudent choice to. Uh, this, is, this is high. This is high profile. I don't like it. Yes, ex exactly, exactly. Right, you, the sewers are a great place to hang out. I'm the chief. <laughs> Let's just find a decent mid-range. By 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 Western standards, hotel. Take <laughs> the holiday in. All right. So yeah, you find another hotel. Um, um, there. The best Western away. of the twenties. Yeah, the best Western. <laughs> of the, it's called it's called Moore's, two O's, right? Yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of just a run of the mill average place. Nothing spectacular at all. Uh, yeah. The rooms are very small. There's two twins in each room, and you don't get a fucking choice. There is no concierge. There's a guy at the front desk, but, you know. Free complimentary breakfast in the mornings in the lobby. Right. What did you say, Magnus? What's the daily rate? Uh, the daily rate for this is going to be... Um, we were paying... Uh, so, Our team is paying two pounds a night. Yeah, for the whole price. group. So this one's yeah, going to be yeah. about um, how bad do you want to go? Mid range, mid range. There's there's a like a price hike in terms of I guess like hotels, like a fancy yeah, usually hotel, the fancy like, hotels are five times as expensive as a as a medium. Yeah, five times. Yeah. yeah. So for the whole group, we would I would say probably around sixty pastaris a night. That sounds point, sounds point, prudent. Point yeah. six pounds for yes. the whole group. Yes, that sounds uh, sounds sounds good. Now this one is not on Uzbekia Gardens, but it's it's a street off of Uzbekia Gardens, so it's yeah. it's just the street off of the the main fancy stuff. Unacceptable. Still still within the uh, European area, but not uh, obviously not the highbrow. Is there access to the sewer system here? Not that you're able to see with the amount of people walking around. All right, all right. Just figure somewhere along the line, Nigel, uh, Thea might want to, uh, you know, scout it out, yeah, see yeah. if we can use it to our advantage somewhere. Sure. Um, you do know the, the. I'll give you this before you leave the shepherds, right? He mentions that the, the Cairo Bulletin offices are just across the square from we are where we are now. Oh, excellent. So does the Cairo Bulletin have anything interesting about the other expedition? I don't know. Well, I'm reading it. You're reading it, yeah. You're reading this week's paper, the expedition yes. or, or for which for for the current expedition? Or for the the previous ex the Clive the expedition. expedition the Clive expedition yes um, there is there is as you look through this paper you get the idea that this paper is mainly geared towards gossip and events columns more than actual news in other words it garners more towards the European socialites who might be visiting as opposed to any actual Egyptian news that might be going on. There is a small image of, or a small story of police baffled by uh, missing mommy, but that's about all you're going to grab out of that. Does it have any gossip from New York? No. No. 
Where's the mummy missing from? Does it say it in that article? Uh, the mummy is missing from. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, hmm, let me roll it and see if, if, it, if I roll good, it'll it'll tell you. If it doesn't, no, it doesn't tell you. Okay. In other words, we can just ask around. around. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can go to the go to the, uh, go to the, the papers office, office and yeah. you might be able to find out more. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it must be getting late in the day, right? It's it's mid afternoon. It's probably two three <coughs> o'clock. So I'm gonna head up to my room and change into my new uh, my new clothing. Yeah. Okay. Um, are y'all all going to your rooms or just part of you? I'll go with him. Okay. As you get to your rooms, you notice your doors are ajar. Um, bollocks. Are new? Are just checked into rooms? No. Before you checked out of the shepherd. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because we never actually went to the rooms in the Shepherd, so this is mm-hmm. you moving out of the Shepherd to go across oh, the square, yeah, 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 to wherever else. All right. Yeah. So as you get up to your room in the Shepherd, um, you realize your doors are are slightly ajar. Mm-hmm. Can we utilize the services of the Shepherd to, uh, I mean, call for for uh, security? And yeah, I'm going you, to. You have one room, yeah. So you can do that with your room. What are the other guys yes. are on different floors and whatnot? I'm going into so, my room. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak up to the door and give it a listen to see what I hear before you, we burst in. Yeah, you Ozzie don't old. hear anything. You don't have to roll it. You don't hear anything at all. Okay. So lead on, Knight. Lead on, Thea. I'm in. Right behind you. Uh, as you get to the door, you can tell that the um, each one of your door jams seems to have been... The door was pried open, and it broke the jam on the inside. So as the door swings over, the entire room is... is has been tossed. There's stuff everywhere. Anything that you would have left out in the room yeah. is been gone through. Yeah, we left the important stuff in the safe, you know, in their storage downstairs. But still, I mean, I'd imagine that, broadly speaking, is probably enough. Just little bits of information we wouldn't have guarded. Like, our passports are probably... Well, our passports are actually checked no, in really. safely. At the yeah. All right, your passports are checked in safely. There's probably um, one getting out your gun, your gun is missing. Yeah. You had a weapon that you had left in the in the sh- in the the room, then it's gone. So, Ozzy, your pistol's gone. And my shotgun. And yeah, and my Luga. You didn't get into the country with a shotgun, but yeah. uh, your pistols are gone. <laughs> okay. Um, well, good thing I still have my brass knuckles. We probably have our ID as well. Like, we would have had identification papers broadly you with likely, us. Likely, I would luggage. think that you would have kept those on you, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, what I, I don't mean, like, proper ID papers. I mean, like, there's, if you look through our luggage, it's probably enough to identify our yeah. names Roll, broadly. Um, yeah. You know what? Roddy, roll an idea, Roddy. All righty. And I have no idea. Just missed Thea, it by one. Thea, you roll yours now. 50, yep. Um, your notes. You guys take meticulous notes. Yep. Yeah. And you've always said that your notes are in your hotel room. I yep. assume yeah. your notes were not in the trunk that had just arrived back because you would have had those on your person, but you probably yeah. wouldn't yeah. have them with you. The only clarification I'll make for that is if we like finished off a notebook, if it was really old news, that might go in the safe. 
if it's like uh, working. I'll tell you what, I'll roll a look, yeah. and if it impales, you, you, you finished off a notebook and there wasn't one there. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So your notebook. But I guess what I'm saying is, okay. yeah, but that's, that might be like the notebook of the last two-ish that weeks or something. That would have yeah. been the last, uh, basically the last, the, the demise of the Brotherhood in, in London. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so now when they read that, they'll be frightened. Or, <laughs> or pissed. Or they've identified who they have to come after. They already knew who to come up. So <laughs> it's not like they pried every door here. They knew we were coming. What does the security staff have to say about this? They're baffled and, and are extremely um, forgiving. In fact, they call the police. That's nice of them to be forgiving for their own lapses in security. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask them to, to, to ensure that our, our items in the hotel safe and hotel storage are safe as well. Okay, yeah, they... Um... They go ahead and uh, they check those for you, and those seem to have been uh, undisturbed. So I think here's what we do, because we were going to move out. Now we make a big stink about this, yeah. and we try and basically get the same rate, like a cut price rate, and we just stay here. <laughs> Better door locks. I like it. Because I would imagine, right, that broadly... The shepherds well, is, you, is you guys want to do this, then you're going to have to roll me yeah. some bargain. Bargain Yeah, I, I can roll bargain. Let's try for that. Uh, well, or, or law, possibly. Uh, yeah, Which 91 is a failure either way. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can, no, you I can try a law. We're very sorry, but we're a very top-notch hotel. This doesn't normally happen. The best I can do is... is Possibly offer you a free night, but that's all. Nothing. I, I expect to be comped for the for the visit. That's, that's this is unacceptable. I'm sorry. You somehow <laughs> offended him with a 91. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he feels like it's not your fault. I don't know what kind of people you are. There's no telling what sort of riffraff you brought with you. So no. um, that's that's for all I know, if, if you say we didn't toss the rooms to get a discount. <laughs> yeah, I think we go straight to the bulletin, and we're like, "Hey, bulletin, the shepherd can't protect any of its guests." Be <laughs> so, there if you're a guest in Cairo. Excellent. I do have a 75 credit rating, so yeah. The, uh, the, I, the shepherd reputation is not tarnishable, unfortunately. I so, uh, would I have been. Yep. Adam, so. They will laugh. If they will I laugh. a law, I rolled a. Uh, nine, so that would be an impale for my law. Yeah, but you're taking a heavy penalty because you're no longer on British soil. So the laws mm. here are are they while they are based upon the British system, they are extremely different. Uh, there's a lot of strange laws on the books that don't exist in England at all. Not only that, but there's a heavy bribery uh, thing happening here to some aspects of uh, law enforcement, at least. So no, it doesn't help you at all. Okay. All right. Perfect. <laughs> well, not unexpected. Let's be honest. Well, we need a guide, one that we're not going to frighten off. I don't think a guide is the problem here. No. If we check into a worse hotel, this is just going to happen again. 
and maybe we woke right. up with a, we woke up with our throat slit, right? So, but if they could predict a... at the best hotel, I'm fairly certain they. I mean, I mean how how would we? Of course, if you go that? to a shitty yeah, if you go to a shitty hotel, where are you going to put your crates of miso crates? That's mm. an, that that is that is a, a genuine issue. Well, stop watching the the wallet and trying to save a few pennies. <laughs> But it's, that's, the, that's the thing. I'm sure they have regular banks that you can open an account and have it like a safety deposit box at. Yeah, one side of, of Uzbekia Square is actually financial institutions. So while you're on so, uh, the west or the east side, uh, that's the hotels. The west side is shops and the newspaper office. The south side is the American consulate, and the north side is financial institutions. So, I'm pretty sure the bank would be a lot safer than a hotel. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. You want to and then we could bank. stay in the shittiest hotel we want. No, he wants to put your stuff yeah. in the bank. Yeah. In the bank. Uh, no, I also, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to split it up between a couple of places as well, ideally. Oh, so yeah, so it's not all in one place. Yeah. Yeah, also, like one at each bank or whatever. Okay. Let's let's get a quote. Okay. Um, so just to make something up so it's easy to deal with, um, it's going to cost you um, one pound per month. Now, yeah. one pound per week um, of storing items in a actual bank vault. Storing all the items in the bank vault. I assume you're splitting it. So yeah, you need to determine how many you're splitting it, but that's per bank. What do you say, guys? Like, split it in three banks? So that would be three pounds a week. Three pounds a week. That's um, a, a handsome sum. Yes. Well, in fact, it is. It is. It is less. It's more than what we're paying to stay at this hotel. Yeah, and but these artifacts well. are priceless. Yeah, exactly. The safety of the stuff is. But what's know. to say that the bank will be safe? Oh come on. Yeah. Nothing. Three daring raids on three different banks in the same day. I mean, cultists are good, but they're not that good. Um, hmm. Is any of you got any Egyptian knowledge whatsoever, other than what we've garnered in the game? Prior no. What do you mean by that? Like, um, I do have thirty-five percent history. Broadly, thirty-five percent yeah. history. Yeah. Roll, roll, your, roll, roll your history. 78. Well, I'm rolling crap today. You are. Yeah. I mean, Claude's been in the foreign legion, <laughs> so he might have been in Egypt beforehand, but like Egypt's financial institutions, he's not going to have any idea about that. Well, I'm not worried about the financial institutions in this case. Uh, give me an idea check then, Claude. Sure. Yes. Um, the Egyptian Museum as a huge, absolutely massive vault in its basement that they use to store all of the shit that comes from these digs that are happening constantly within the country. All of them get shipped back to this one location. They would have some pretty tight security, I suppose. They they reported purportedly, and from what Claude remembers, have absolutely excellent security with regards to the vault. 
And presumably it's free. No. <laughs> I mean, so it I might be more than a bank. Let me bank. put it differently. It's free as in once you give it to them, it will stay in there, and you will no yeah, longer have to pay for it. That's right. The, the, the trick but we have already... we will no longer own it. <laughs> no, that, that's true already. That's true already, right? The, the stuff we brought in looks yeah, Egyptian, we're not gonna get so out. we can't get it out anyway. Right, because there's a thing with Egypt where they want to stop artifacts going out for, uh, for access purposes. They check you on the way out, and if we're taking stuff out like Ankhs or scepters or Egyptian-looking mirrors, they're going to be like, well, you obviously dug this up. You can't export this. So we're going to need to have some paperwork falsified. The mirror is not Egyptian, had some Egyptian-y stuff around it. But. It, had, it had hieroglyphs, but not Egyptian hieroglyphs. It's obviously okay, not Egyptian. Cool. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll try to explain it to the border guards. Is one thing that, you know. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to falsify some papers anyway to say, yes, we dug it up and it's a legitimate... If we want to get that stuff out of Egypt. Um, if I, I will tell you this. there, If you go to the Egyptian museum and you play your cards right, it's possible that it would solve your 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 needs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's about as good as I can do without just like telling you outright to go there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, you're going to you're gonna end up having to go there eventually, one point or another, anyway. So that's mm -hmm. not really screwing anybody or screwing the game at all. But at the same time, I'm not going to, um, you know, it, it it's going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So a lot of stuff we have is obviously not relevant to the Egyptian museum, I would think. Like, yeah. can we can we look at the uh, the manifest and, and take a look at what might be safe to store there? In the, I mean, the Egyptian museum. Like I said, if never mind. Yeah, let's look through the manifest. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say some of that stuff is not Egyptian, so it doesn't belong yeah. in the museum, right? But yeah. Like I said, it's a giant storage facility, and you know, you we have odds. Check everything. I'm not going to yeah. tell you how good they are, but you have odds that they might just take the lot, allow the lot. I should say. Yeah, but it's getting it back is what we're concerned about. And there's odds yeah. that you could get it back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, but not the same odds uh, of a hundred percent as like the bank. The I mean, how much the bank will give you the most? Options on availability and keeping it yeah. immediately the bank available. Is not as secure. How big is the, are these things anyway? I mean, the mirror is a large wall mirror. I mean, obviously yes. it's been created up on its own. Um, yeah. So it's probably three foot tall. Okay. Yeah. Um, the the idols are no more than eight inches tall a piece. Uh, and right. then there's a number of books. There's a circlet, which is just a headband. I mean, um, the, mask the, scepters, is pretty big. the mask yeah. is, is probably two foot tall and maybe a foot and a half wide. Um, there's the bowl. I don't know if we kept the bowl. I can't remember. No, we didn't. We didn't, we didn't keep the bowl. Uh, what's on the manifest? The Let me get to the manifest myself. Yeah. Mirror of Gaul, magical scepters. Two small statues, the strange device. Yeah, that's pretty small. Uh, a lot of this is taken up by uh, 
uh, the miscellaneous spell ingredients, mm -hmm. um, the dusts, the sands, the powders, the the strange shit in little vials, you know, because you have all those packed away, you know, in in a crate itself. I mean, that's a huge crate of it on its own. So Which outside of a magician is not going to have any real world value to speak of. Mm. Yeah. That, to be clear, that's who we think stole this stuff, right? It wasn't like opportunistic thieves that happened to break into all of our rooms. That seems It's going to be the cult. Yeah. So the cult is the person I want the least to have all these spell ingredients. Although they probably already have them, so... Yes. I mean, and the other stuff is small, like the, you know, the, the, the daggers... Um, I mean, they're daggers. They're not huge. Um, the uh, the books. I mean, those are normal sizes. So it's not. We're not looking at a huge amount of. of you probably have. You you probably have three crates total. Mm -hmm. One crate is the mirror. One crate is um, the uh, giant obsidian bust of the Black Pharaoh. Um, that didn't come with us. Oh, that didn't come with you? No. Okay. no we only have the, the small statues. That sort of yeah. stuff went back to the Carlisle estate. And then you have um, a box of the uh, spell ingredients and dusts mm -hmm. and jars yeah. and shit like that. And then the third box would be everything else. Here's, here's my thinking. Anything that can go on our person goes on our person because that's where it's safe. All right? Yeah. The daggers, I mean, it's not... Great, but if you got, you know, if if a policeman or a constable or whatever came over and said, "Hey, you're carrying a dagger," that's not breaking the law in Egypt. No, it's just no, not you're fine. Smart yeah, you're, yeah. you're fine with the daggers. Just yeah. the firearms, which we don't have anymore anyway. Yeah, um, the circlet could be worn. The the little lava jars, we could take those with us. So the statues, uh, yeah. Roddy and, and Thea, how do you feel about the... Um, do we really need the um, miscellaneous spell ingredients? Well, so we've got access to them. Yeah, until we can actually identify their use, I would say yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. That could be a good candidate to go to the, um, the museum. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the statues... Why? Why are That's we carrying them as statues? Yeah. Why? Why not just sell them for the money? Yeah, I, I'm with you on that yeah, one. Money. Because if we turn them in, and they're Egyptian, Egyptian styled, we'll never get them back. No. And they have no real value other than their money value to us. So I'd say sell them. I kind of like leaving them as commodities, but if you want to sell them, I guess go go ahead. It's easier to handle, much much easier to handle. Right. Just get the money. I don't know what our our pot looks like right now, but we just dumped twenty five uh, pound on a. Mm. Uh, was worth the money, but still. Well, these. Yeah. These are I, worth about the money. Pounds. I mean, it's not like. You, Erica Carlyle is getting uh, antsy with the money, so uh, you don't expect any any, right. uh, any more money. All the more reason to sell them. Yeah. These statues are worth five pounds per ounce, and they're probably 
of a fairly heavy we so worked that's that a good out. Max, do you remember how much we came up for one of those idols? It was a, a good amount. Uh, let me look. Like, <laughs> shitload of money for one of those. One of the emerald the ones. Well, the emerald <laughs> one was the one that we sold to fund this at the end of the last session. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we sold one to fund the whole edition. Yeah, that's what, what I'm talking about. So that's the amount of money we need to add. But the way we did it was we left it with a broker so that we could pick up the money here in Egypt. So we need to, uh, you need to go to the bank and see how much money your brokers put in the bank, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Now the so only one who would have known of that it would have been Ozzy, Dirk, Roddy, and Thea. Mm -hmm. But mainly Ozzy and Dirk, because they were the two that fucked with that more than anything. So Ozzy just had a brain fart and said, oh fuck, we have thousands of pounds potentially in <laughs> the bank. Uh, we oh, we need money? Should get oh, we need money. money as soon as oh, possible, okay. probably. Let, let's not leave it in there for, for too long. Let's get yeah, it let's... out of there. There we go. It's well, hang on, hang on. We can't do both ways. We can't be like, let's, let's, let's cash in these statues and then take all the money out in big bags of money. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm saying let's not keep them in that particular account. Let's get a checkbook. Oh, okay. Move them into a different let's account. Move them to, another, to a different account. Yeah. Yes. That's fine. Looking down the list, though, it doesn't look like there's a lot of stuff that would be... I mean, if we have a lot of money, I, I'm, I'm saying the bank would probably be an, a, a fair enough choice. That's uh, If we have thousands of pounds, that's a, what, what's three pounds a week? Oh, you're... Uh, by the way, the cultist regalia is, uh, was in the crates, right? Or was mm -hmm. that in... Okay. In the yeah. crates. Yeah, okay. Just double I'd imagine we have a broad number of them, like... Because we... They're not going to fit perfectly. They're robes, right? But we've got, you know, five or so in, you know, largish sizes that would fit most people. Um, so I reckon on our person, I'll, I'll split this list up a bit, if I may. So some of it's going to the bank, some of it's going on us, and some of it's going to the museum. Are we broadly happy with that? No, why, why are we taking it to the museum? Because some of the, the stuff like miscellaneous spell ingredients can go to the museum, and that's fine. But we don't have, no, let's just take it to the bank. If we have, if we have enough money to, I mean, how we're not going to be here for more than a few weeks. The museum is more secure than the bank. Yes, awesome. but also there's a chance that we won't get our stuff back from the museum. I would imagine, and Murphy and Gregory, if I'm wrong here, if we wanted to go look at our stuff in the museum, they would let us. Like if we said, hey, that stuff we deposited, we want to go to the museum and do analysis on it. Like they would I said, let us. on that, it's going to depend on how you play the museum part. Right. If you, if you do well, then that's entirely an option. If you don't, then no. I mean, well, let's it, take it's, one it's thing down to and... you. Yeah, let's take one well, thing and go try our luck. So if we succeed, be like, oh, by the way, here's a whole other like, two chests of stuff. Yeah, that's right, because I imagine we set up a way, yeah. hey, we're running an expedition. Well, what Magnus can we is still? saying is why risk it at all, is what Magnus is saying. He said why. it's more secure. Is, is, yeah, I, I agree with can. Magnus. I, why why even just would try? say that it's more secure than the banks. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm mm -hmm. all I brought it up for was that it's another vault in Egypt that was known. Right, mm -hmm. and and some of this stuff we, the more important stuff like the Mirror of Gaul, we'd probably want to put in the bank anyway, so that we could access it for certain, instead of taking the chance that 
we can sweet talk our way to it. Access is important. Yeah. Yeah. So let's first of all let's secure the the money, and then since we're already going to be in the banking district, mm -hmm. let's let's talk to the banks, and get get this set up. Okay, so you guys head to the bank. I'm just going to push it along then. Yep. Okay. Yeah. First of all, to all secure right. the money, to make sure we have it and how much we have. Okay, so uh, you get to the bank. Uh, Ozzy, you deal with the bank guy. You had an account number that the uh, broker had given you uh, before you left England. Uh, when mm -hmm. you check the bank, uh, you have 750 pounds in the bank account. Ooh. Okay, so let's transfer that to another account. So you want to open a new account? Yes. Yes. Okay, it's going to, uh, we'll say there's a flat fee of two pounds to open a new account. That's, a, it, that's it's, fine. That's crazy expensive to open an account, but okay. I'm just saying, yeah, I just need a sure. number, so that's what we're doing, okay? It, yeah, we still have 748. It's not like yeah. it's a big deal. <laughs> Um, and they give you yeah, uh, so I guess we'll... to for a line of credit, uh, you know, you know, papers that you can make lines of credit against that within yeah. Cairo. Um, do you want to add anyone else to the account or just yourself, Mr. Ozzy? Mm. You're going to need more than one access because yeah, it happens to him. Yeah, we, yeah. We're we, we should spread it. I I'll think put the let's say I put the lawyer and. Uh, this other gentleman on it. I, I mean, because I don't think I can put... Roddy, you're the same, right? Or are you still semi-affected by, by your uh, physical ailments? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit insane, but, uh, you're but fine, I'm, right? otherwise it's, I'm fine. It's, it's, it's Theo that's... Uh, Theo's yeah. the, the ghoulish one. The dog. Yeah. Um, a little bit ghoulish. Yeah. The bank manager mentions that, you know, while you can't have... Um, our forms just won't allow uh, the option to have you know five or six people on a single account. Oh. What you can do is incorporate them into a some sort of group trust or trust yeah. fund of some sort, and yeah. then you can do it that way. And then e each person would have equal access. Yeah, and, and, and like a business account. in this case, do it that way. We should yes, because are we at the Bank of England or something like that? You're, like a multinational. Yeah, you're in a yeah. multinational. Yeah. So they, what they say is they uh, look. What we'll have to do is draw up papers to basically incorporate the group, okay? So that you're now, as a lawyer, does this seem like a good idea? This, yeah, this seems like an okay thing. This would give each of you equal access, uh, and to remove everything, um, you're going to have to come up with some pretty typically to remove everything you would have a board of directors of such of which each of you is it and then you would have to have a vote for the board to remove all of items from the set accounts but because this is a multinational it might not be necessary because you could access it for instance in London New York Shanghai yeah exactly Cairo. exactly and my my only concern is is that four of the five die you know yeah. the fifth well, one then, has to have x that's where uh, that's where we need to make use of Magnus's law. And, mm -hmm. and I will I will draw up your final your your, your uh, testaments your will your, right. your will. Well, sure you think arrange right. make sure there's death certificates if someone yeah, dies exactly or or at least the police are aware. But that way we're we gonna get, get death certificates like oh yeah how they die well they were torn apart by 
We're pretty sure they're dead. This thing flew off with them, and we haven't heard <laughs> from them. So. Well, you can still get you can still get a gush certificate. You just have to have them declared presumed dead. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. that's that, that's the worst case scenario, obviously. Yeah. Lost at sea, each and every one of them. Yeah. And it's you happened. Can probably also give me power of attorney over you. But uh, Magnus, if you wouldn't mind sharing, how much money did we have in your kitty? before we got this 750. So I can get uh, one I, nice number that you don't want to say still. I have around 100 pounds. <laughs> right. Now, do we want to sell the statues? Yeah, they're easier to sell. I mean, it's easier to handle less money. Um, given that you guys don't know of anyone who can sell these statues and give you a fair price, I mean, you've been to the old town and that doesn't seem like you want to go there to sell this shit. No. I'll, I'll be honest, your best bet is to talk to someone who knows what the fuck. Um, you're just going to have to play it by ear. I, honestly, your best bet is to go and find a decent guy at the Egyptian Museum and see if they can sell it as if you found right. it on a dig. Yeah. Okay. That way it makes it legit, and you get legit money for it. Otherwise, you're going to have to uh, leave the Egyptian Museum and find a fence who's going to give you a very cut-rate price for it. Yeah, though I assume I would know how to do money laundering as well. No, you wouldn't. You're a straight well, not, not the practicalities, not the practicalities, <laughs> but the theory behind it. Yeah, <laughs> theory and practical is a two completely different things. In yeah. theory, I know how to launder was, money. If, yeah. In actuality, it's I'm shit at it. <laughs> so I grab a dictionary, Laund yeah. money laundering. Yeah. <laughs> I opened up if the Encyclopedia um... Britannica and it had a few options there, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're going to deposit this stuff in the bank, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Deposit all the stuff in the bank. Some point uh, to be determined between, I guess, Murph and, and Magnus is exactly how this trust slash company is going to work. That still sounds a little bit fragile to me in terms of, yeah, oh, well, a year ago we had these five people as board of directors. <laughs> For some reason, the board of directors keep dying off and getting replaced by new people. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, we've that's, been through about 30 different directors really over the course of a year. As, as, as a lawyer and uh, as having knowledge about these things in real life, uh, we can simply make it sure that it's a board vote and that you have no minimum presence at the board meetings, just rules for how to summon yeah. the board. And, uh, and um, uh, Kind of like a time-sensitive vote where it doesn't yeah. matter... If you didn't get it, or if yeah, you won't make it there, too bad. Whoever's there votes. Notification. But this is all inconsequential. Yeah. In game. When yeah. can we this start killing things? Yes, yeah, we haven't so killed anybody this day. I know. It's the point is, the point is, we, we should be able to set up a trust so that if some people die, we can remove them from the trust. Yeah, it's not. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you do this, it's fine. It's going to work out. You're not going to get yeah. fucked. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But also, the who is on currently? Would be everyone who's currently in the party would be right. who's on it. 
Yes, yes, good. Okay. Later we have to add and new people. If we could we add, add new people, and then we can add yeah, them in yeah. and we'll have access. And there may be yeah. some vetting period before you do that. I really don't give a shit. That's up to you guys. I don't care. Yeah, but right now it's just just the ones who are in the bank, yeah. yeah. Right, just the guys who are right here in front of you. Yep. Yeah. Cool. No one else. So, if I'm probably going to have to run off pretty soon. Um, do we want to broadly outline... Maybe for Max as well, who we missed part of that conversation. What we think our Egypt leads are for next time. Okay. Sure. Yep. Cool. So, Max, we had a big talk with this guy at the spice shop, not spice shop, at this antique shop. There's a, there's a pattern for me. There's a pattern. A for tourist me. shop, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, so, he had pyramids, he had sphinxes, he had it all. Yep. I um, have one of the pyramids. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much a, a bunch, all the little knickknacks people would want to yeah, buy there. That's right. He wanted exorbitant rates for. Anyway, um, he sold some stuff to Carlisle, some artifacts that of mythos significance that it turns out he had stolen from a priest of the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh. Um, okay. So he sold them through Carlisle's agent Warren Bassard. So lead A is who is Warren Bassard? Do we know anything about him? Murphy's highlighting stuff. He's correcting my spelling. Um, <laughs> a demon burnt down his uh, his shop. We probably want to figure out who did that, although it's fairly obviously the uh, Brotherhood, but it'd be nice to confirm that. There's another expedition in Egypt. They may have stolen a mummy, and they want something from a mosque. And also just the other one is track down what happened to our stuff and, you know, revenge. Also, Omar Shakti. Yeah, Omar Shakti yeah. as well. Is, yeah. is that is that uh, priest? Yeah, right. priest of the Brotherhood. He um, did go to the cotton plantation. Hmm. He did go completely apeshit when we mentioned the car expedition and nearly mm -hmm. caused a riot. It, uh -huh. it, it was serious this, stuff. This is if I entirely gave up on spelling things correctly at this yeah, point. No <laughs> um, Murphy. So um, the other thing is that it's a fair point there. We know Omar Shakti, well, on the basis of this man's, in, you know, perfect testimony, which we have no doubts about whatsoever. We know Omar Shakti is evil. We could go out and kill him today. Okay. The, uh, yeah, great. Um, or tomorrow. I mean, it is north of... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean today, today. We don't actually have to go out to kill him. How so? We have the mirror. Doesn't the mirror. Yeah. Uh, however, you guys need to realize that the person who used the mirror last is now a dead man in small little pieces in the north of England, <laughs> south of England. Didn't we have like a user's guide to the mirror? You had your notes, Mir which you mirror for dummies. Stolen. Right. <laughs> You have notes which you sent on to the Carlisles and the notes which are stolen. So I'm not right. entirely... Roll, make a luck, a group luck roll and we'll determine if you've got notes on how to use the mirror. Otherwise, you're going to have to figure that all out over again. I think it's Tristan at 40. Yes! Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, so you do have some notes that reference the mirror and how to use it that Woodward made up before he demise. God bless him. His, his yes. demise. God bless him. See, the things I like on that list... Uh, I'm, I'm leaning towards Murder Shakti, but 
uh, Claude really wants revenge, and this guy is pretty high up in terms of revenge list. Like he runs the black, or well, not necessarily runs runs, but he's pretty high up in the black priest um, leadership. Yep. He'd be up maybe on the list. Can, maybe if we off him via the mirror, he won't. They, they will stop fucking with us. Uh-huh. <laughs> make an idea check. Make a a group idea. So whoever has the lowest idea, make a roll. Or whoever has the highest idea, make the roll. Uh, my idea is 80. Mine as well. It minus 75. Yeah, I got 75. Higher than me. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's around 70. Yeah. All right. So the 80s, either one of you guys make it. Go for a trick. There. 88! Woo! Yeah. The revelation passes by. Yeah. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> Make yours, Bob. Let's just see. Okay. If you had both made it, you would have that thing where you talk yeah, to each you, other. You and realize that, um, you know, you hear him have an, almost an idea and you are so in tune that, you know, you just go, oh, I know what you're thinking. Um, but what you realize is that if... There was uh, there was mention made by Faraz that the uh, there was another um, another expedition in um, Egypt, the Clive expedition, right? Right. You realize that if they had anything found or stolen, it would have had to have gone from to the Egyptian museum. I mean, it, it's a necessity that someone from the antiquities department at the Egyptian museum would have had to have right. seen it or dealt with it or Something. We don't know what this. Um, I mean, yeah, we definitely want to go to the museum. That's mm-hmm. a fair point. But I would have imagined they stole this mummy. They didn't like steal it out of the museum. We don't know the details, probably. But I would imagine they stole it from like a camp rather than stole it from the heart of Egypt. The heart of Cairo. Um, yeah, you just don't know that. Daring daylight raid. It wasn't. Yeah. Now, what about From, taking like one artifact that's somewhat related and taking it to the museum? Yeah, I like that. Because mm-hmm. that way, you know, maybe we could get some information about the expedition and about the artifacts without divulging that we have too much yeah, information. We're, we're seriously short of friends and allies in this part of the world. We have. Yes. Well, it sounds like we need to make one at the museum then. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm suspicious of people who work at the museum because that's like. If you were if you were a cultist, right, that would be the the, the job to have. That's the way it worked in. Um, of course, in that London, would also be right? the place to to be if you were an investigator. Right. <laughs> yeah, so the line is very thin. I, I agree. I, the whole museum is is gray. It's and all. And that's gray. why I think we just kill anyone who has any mythos knowledge. <laughs> Where? Including ourselves. Yes. Yes. But, um, the thing about because we had in in London we had a museum that was mythosy. If it's working with other museums, then they could all be compromised. Well, you yeah, had in one in London as, in New York right. as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other than, uh, is there any real value beyond them being daggers for the ibis-headed cult daggers? Because we have uh, two of those. It might be like a status <laughs> symbol. Well, I'm just saying it's something, in a cult. something with an Egyptian. Did we get the name of that dagger at some point? I'm pretty sure we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. So you have uh, two of these. Things. You have two of these things. One of them is the dagger of Thoth, and one of them is a reproduction of said dagger. Ah, 
take the reproduction to the museum. Keep the keep the original. Take the take the reproduction to the museum, and you know, act amazed when they tell us it's fake. Also, <laughs> you would have realized also that that Elias at this point um, he did make a trip to Egypt. Um, but given the timeline you guys have worked out previously, you know that he only stayed in Egypt for a few days because he was hounded by uh, cultists at this point. This is one of the last stops he made before New York. Yeah, Egypt is lousy with cultists. The clue is in the name. The cult even told you basically don't go to Egypt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Double bluff. I think I think we should off the the priest. <laughs> Just to make, just to to make a. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Took me a just to, just to, to make to, to make a statement to them. Don't fuck yeah, with us. I'm all, I'm all for that. I'm right behind you on that one. Um. Okay. Uh. So we'll pick up around that area. Is there anything else we need to get out of the way beforehand? I don't think so. Yeah. Anyone? Anything? We've got. Uh, no, if that's not, it's it. I mean, I think we're alright, aren't we? Well, once we go offline, I wouldn't mind having a quick chat about um, game time slots. But yeah, yeah that's I'm fine. happy with, yeah. with in-game stuff. Alright, alright. Well, I'm going to end it there, and we'll talk. Uh, we'll pick it up again on Mass Twenty next wow. week. Wow! Whoa! Awesome! Double X. Whoa! Alright. Double X.